0: We care a lot. It's the Review A New Podcast. I'm DJ. I'm Evan. And I'm Will the Greatest. And this is the podcast where we typically look back at our favorite uh, material movies or albums and we talk about it through a modern lens or what have you. But uh, today we have a uh, review uh, request from Arthur Botley for the whole trilogy and we're finishing it with the whole cast, the whole crew. That's right. We, we, we've got Titans East <laughs> and Titans West for the review <laughs> new podcast here today to, to have some discussion about the third. And may I say like uh like as i've been watching these trilogies uh this trilogy the most review a new podcast uh, trilogy I feel like I've seen because you know uh, uh, the whole like thrust behind this podcast I feel like when we started was kind of like there's like there's movies that we really like but there's like these real issues that we have with them but sometimes those issues can kind of like enhance the narrative of them but sometimes they can be a little frustrating but sometimes they kind of like are what kind of make the movie as great as it is like I have not felt that way more so than with Kevin Smith when we started than with this film series <laughs> Ooh,
1: that's, a, that's a journey right
0: <laughs> Starting with Kevin Smith and ending with actually, it, it <laughs> well,
2: hopefully, a not yeah, it's like, hopefully not ending.
0: Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully, this is the latest stop. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, look at that. We're we're uh, indie, but with uh, some uh, you know uh, Hollywood cred behind it these days. You know that's yeah. kind of what, what, what we're going on. Yeah. Um, not '90s indie, and then <laughs> you know, uh, 2020, <laughs> 2020, 2010s established, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Um, because you did Quentin Tarantino as well, right? They're yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Part Three, and ladies and gentlemen, th- the new movie in theaters, and we we just got to give you this little mini preamble that this is the saddest uh, <laughs> of the movies.
3: <laughs> it so it's so sad. I was not. Looking forward to going to see this movie. <laughs> Are you I dreading had, it? I was dreading it. I got myself. Like, oh, no, I was psyching myself know. up. I picked a day. I was like in the city. I bought myself a book. I got not to read during the movie, but just like as a treat, I got myself a nice dinner. I was like, I need to like psych myself up. And I will say, not to bury the lead, that I did love this. I thought this mm, was. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. I think it's the best of the three, mm. but it was so mm. fucking hard to watch. <laughs> it was so fucking hard to watch, and like all of the cool, you know, yeah, spaceships and rock right. music, it was all there, but also it was really hard to Tempered get in that mood. When I was so sad because they were adorable yeah. baby raccoons oh, being scared goodness. and tortured
0: and adorable. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> okay. into it. Uh, yeah. What were you gonna say,
1: Will? I was gonna say, if you're, if you're a fan of animals. This is not the one for you. buddy. Just
3: this brace yourself. It. You have to brace yeah. yourself. Like,
0: the, this, this is what the, kids are going to be going to see that are going to make them like lifelong animal rights, you know, lovers. <laughs> this going
1: sound this is gonna sound a little wonky, but stay with me. When I first saw the movie and how it was opening and some of the themes, I'm hmm. like. For a certain group of people, this is their Wakanda forever. Nah, <laughs> no! Like, it just breaks you at the beginning. I'm like, who boy, what's, uh, what's in the punch bowl <laughs> in Marvel? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing but depressy Wesley. No, yeah, they're going they're ultra ones. sad
0: with this one. But um, yeah. going, starting, uh just, to, uh, just to go back to a little quick discussion that I remember from before that I was thinking about something that I feel like I've clarified my thoughts on going back to ego really Mm -hmm. quick because i think it's interesting how like the second movie is like we're kind of it kind of pours into the third one as well as how like narrative themes kind of play out i think it's very fascinating um and i feel like james gunn has really evolved as a narrator and we'll get into that in a second but um um going to oh yeah ego like i realized my issue with egos like the tumor thing right um Okay. <laughs> my issue with it is the motivation. Yeah. And as I've been watching the High Evolutionary's character and how perfect he was written, I was realizing what was my issue with ego. It's like the thing that makes a, a character like great is the motivation, right? When you're like, oh, I know why mm-hmm. they did that. Oh, and that's why they're doing that. As I watch High Evolutionary's character, I, every second I watch him, I'm like, I get it. I totally get why he's doing what he's doing. I'm not on board at all with him, but I absolutely understand where he's going from A to B to C. Right. Mm -hmm. And I realized like with the, uh, with the thing about the, like the tumor in the uh, putting the tumor in the mom's head, I was realizing was like, what motivation does he have to do that that wouldn't that wouldn't be beyond a narrator writing that to be like, and this is the reason why he, he the kid, the son, gets angry? Like, what reason do, does he, Ego, as the character, have for mm-hmm. doing that? Other than, I, I remember proposing that, like, maybe if they had written one or two lines where it's like, no, I did that to, like, teach you a lesson that even the person that you hold dearest you need to let go of. Something like that, right? Like, yeah. but it just kind of makes it a yeah, sort of, he just did it just... Like to be like oh because I didn't want to come back so I put in the t-. it's like what that's a really we ball yeah <laughs>
3: I, I also want to say actually along those lines that the high evolutionary is such a great villain because yes, incredible. he is he is he's amazing because he's mm-hmm. so logically comprehensible like mm-hmm. you said he's not incomprehensible but that but. His comprehensibility does not make him in the least sympathetic. Like mm, I wanted mm. to see that motherfucker get tortured right, to death. Right. Like, right. Like, because you see how he and, treats and, the
0: the the least of right, the people. And, you and know, having him animals.
3: be yeah. having him be both comprehensible mm. and unsympathetic was such a like mm. that's such a fine line to the walk perfect.
1: With.
0: Yes, when you're writing. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it, it's hard for a much lesser direct. Can I can I address mm-hmm, a criticism mm. actually that I saw frequently of the high evolutionary that made no okay, sense. To okay. Okay even from from one of my own uh, podcast co-hosts, is a lot of people have been talking about, well, the high evolutionary yells a lot. I'm like, have you ever met a childish person right. when they don't get their And way? who knows that they're, they're, right, they're right
0: about tender. everything. Wait, I yeah. don't understand why yes.
3: the villain he, yells at criticism. I, I don't yeah. understand that. Uh,
0: maybe he's right. being too it's, much it's, of a villain. He's chewing the scenery or something like well, that. Like, uh,
3: Yeah, I
1: think people were, were thinking it was being hammy. I'm like, he's not being hammy. He's an ego man yeah.
0: Like honestly, this. I think he's he barely face contained. Kanye West. Yes, how yes, does that man yes. He is face Kanye
1: West. How does that man act? <laughs> like, if you don't, it's like we have clear examples in the real world of grown man children that act exactly <laughs> like yeah. this yeah. when they don't get their way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I'm like, and first, and he doesn't yell that much. And, and in, unless fact,
0: he's in fact, not getting his and way. And in fact, when he's not yelling, on <laughs> little moments where he's like putting his hand on Rocket's head and kind of like, you can see the sort of barely contained like you know madness that yeah. he kind of has he's as a like, person i need that brain yeah like, like i'm just like maintaining humanity to do what i need to do to get the next thing i need to get when like, he that's what when he, he is, comes
3: you know. in right. when he comes in and he's all fucked up and they said he's in the middle of his treatments or whatever and he's <laughs> it's like that i feel like was that that moment that even though it's in a space science lab it, it had that realism mm-hmm. of like that is to a little kid what like their dad being way too drunk is like. Mm.
1: Yes, that that oh my god wow that yeah, yeah. that's a like, perfect movie like, especially like the hiding in the back it's
3: 913. 9-1-3! Well, 9-1-3! there you are yeah and he is like like he even though he is this super like hyper intelligent hyper powerful being the the stuff that makes him villainous and the stuff that makes him scary. Or he mm-hmm. could be, like, just somebody's shitty dad. Like, he could be just yeah. a regular human and which? be scary and villainous in the exact same way, which I think makes him a what? much better villain. Would what, he? I, I, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, he's not, like... You know, I, I'm not, I don't find Thanos particularly interesting because Thanos is just a big purple CGI blob going, I want to make half mm-hmm. the universe disappear. And it's like, this guy... Right. Is way scarier because I can imagine being in the room with somebody like him, and, and I, you know, like that's like way, before yeah. you
0: ever see him that's exercise power, descriptor. I'm already scared. I, I realize it's really late in the movie where you see that he has like power of gravity or mm-hmm. and, and able to use it, yeah. yeah. But like if for, and that yeah. seems new
1: by that point, yeah. Too. Like that seems like that's a, a late, but but to to Evans' point, yeah, he's he's an abusive dad, and you get like a clear indicator of how many how fickle his kid like his kids are things mm-hmm. they are they are objects on the road and oh, in, yes. in path of his goal in fact to the point of just like, yeah, it, like start to finish yeah particularly with how he treats the sovereign
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah oh, okay so i was thinking about something like going themes uh going from the second into the third movie of like uh battery power and the mm-hmm. uh uh, like family dynamics these people basically the these uh, uh, uh beings that he is using like they are energy to him that he is using to manipulate for what he feels is the highest goal right like high evolutionary to bring mm-hmm. people to their highest state and the ish- the thing with him is that he's always kind of like going like no this isn't good enough we're tearing this down like we we've got to keep rebuilding to to we get to that perfect society right and so mm-hmm. i found it interesting that it's like you've got the battery power dynamic of how you treat a family where it's like my son has to be the best he has to follow in the business you you know what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. like that you have to do what i want and then versus what i feel like the main characters are who are very imperfect but it's very much about evolving in your own natural way living how you are and then meeting other people and meeting them how they are and living you know what i'm saying so like that's why i think it's like not like uh as i see vin diesel here you know starring in this movie you know the the other big (laughs) movie he's in is like you know family you know and but but those themes are so weak because they're not really it like those action movies are not really themes against anybody i remember someone talking about like in comic books you know you would often have like you know the 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 good guy and the villain like not only punching each other but also talking about why they're so different you know like why do you believe what you believe and why do i believe what i believe and why they clash you know it's like and with this movie I felt like I got that as the story unfolded, not necessarily with them like punching each other and like directly saying it, but just how their character arcs unfolded in a way that was like, oh, Mm -hmm. the action's unfolding and I'm also learning about the characters. I actually am really enjoying this. You know what
3: I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that mm. I really liked Zoe Saldana a lot better. Yes.
1: Yes. We had to not talk about that during (laughs) volume two. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah she
1: just we we literally just like we can't talk about how she gets way better in the third one because talk, and how it's talking with you made me realize i'm just and then i i brought it up in in one of my other chats i'm like yeah i don't think gamora has been a particularly like strong character there there's been like a, a, a and even here, th- this movie addresses funnily enough a lot of yes. uh, James Gunn it's like responding a lot of to it in a way that's kind of like a, oh okay it's, <laughs> like it's kind of like yeah, shit. It's, no, not, no. it's not pissy <laughs> it's attentive like the costume design is mm. like classic uh mid-2000s guardian run what got mm. me because this was a criticism i had actually a volume two that i forgot to bring up um i don't like battle heels as a thing that like Female superheroes. <laughs> yeah. I see it a lot. Battle it hills. always bothered Give me. me.
0: Battle heels.
1: Yeah. And then I get to this movie, and it was something that crossed my mind because I remember watching Volume 2 right before, and I was like, oh, God, there goes Gamora in the battle heels. And then this one, they have flat boots. Right. Yeah. Mantis has boots. Nebula has Tactical boots. Tactical fighting. Uh, Gamora has boots. They have boots. I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> well. And, huh. and
3: she just. She's. I think Zoe Saldana gives a much better performance, and she's also Mm -hmm. written and directed better. She's given better material. The character just she feels more like a real person. She doesn't feel like this one-dimensional tough chick. So she's always angry, and everything she says is this one-note angry. But you know she's gonna
0: soften up in the third act. You know, yeah.
3: Like she seemed much like, but not by much. Right, right. (laughs) It's
1: expected, and I'm like, I, I. I have a whole video concept that once this actually comes out, this movie Mm. does a lot of interesting work with like masculinity that Mm. I think is fascinating. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't think is getting as much like with Drax's mini Mm. arc. Yes. Mm. Peter's relationship with Gamora Mm -hmm. and then Rocket's development. Like they're all interesting developments of positive form of masculinity that are traditional but not super, not as toxic I would say, mm-hmm. where it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, a guy that clearly has abandonment issues and tries to use women to fill that void Ooh. has to learn that I shouldn't do that. Yeah, That's right. That's good, the lesson of the you know, movie. Or, yeah. even... or like, hey, it's cool to have a dad that listens to his kids and is an active parent.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even if it's simple and silly. Like, mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, oh my God. Wait, there's a whole thing there, James. Mm-hmm. Just slid
3: in. Yeah, no, 100%. 100% I also just... Um, talking about sort of masculine archetypes Adam Mm. Warlock is uh, be, being himbo. the token being the him token him queer <laughs> delightful himbo uh, absolutely like I oh my you know oh my I God, mean yeah. I was so mad I was so mad like when he first came in and I was like you know oh fuck this guy he's coming in trying to steal rocket and trying to, like fuck him pop his head off and then like the more his character developed I was like oh he's he's right. delightful like,
0: oh he's he's a child he doesn't know he didn't he's know just, what's happening yeah. yeah. he just following I mean
1: they, they literally say he got taken early from the yes. from it's the like, cocoon. Well, he
3: he of, from cocoon he came early. out I'm of like, his cocoon oh baby. he's he is he is rocky horror with superpowers yes
0: that's what i was thinking when you look oh at my him God. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Uh, well i mean and that was
1: i think that was even a conversation that we had during volume two was like the realization that all of the guardians are various degrees of neurodivergence yes <laughs> yeah And it's just like, it's like, huh, yeah, that's how you write that well, even whether you meant to or not, James.
3: That just made me think of also um, just the way that characters are written with their, their thought process and stuff. I thought it was so fucking great and hilarious when when Quill says stuff like, Well, you know, humans only live to be like fifty on Earth. <laughs> and it's like, Well, he left the Earth when he was eight. Like he he yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like he just like, I don't know, they're fifty. That's all or I think um I caught when he when he saw his grandfather he's he called him grandma because he would have forgotten how to speak english in in ways like he's hasn't been speaking english he's been in outer space mm. speaking whatever language they're speaking he goes back and he remembers enough english but he gets the name wrong and calls his grandfather grandma
0: yeah or like yeah having that like confused like me grandma grandfather. So, you know yeah the the
1: and also just the fact that like I didn't know this until I just randomly saw it on TikTok. Grandpa shows up in the second movie with yes! his wife. Yes, yes. And, and like when she shows up, I didn't know. I'm just like, oh, well, he has, it's like, wow, he has a black woman caretaker. No, that's his wife. That's Peter's grandmother. And, and I was thinking. <laughs> he has a black grandma. Yeah. We just don't. I don't know if that's a nod to, the, I think that's a nod to the comics. Because uh. Peter has a half, half alien, half space black sister. Huh. <laughs> and his father's name is Jason. So his granddad in the movie, his name is Jason. He has a black wife. I I don't know. if so I think the purpose.
3: wife was like his step grandmother because when he yeah. came to the door and he got confused, yeah step grandmother. So,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. But,
0: yeah that, correction. Yes, step
1: grandmother. Yeah. Not.
0: It'd be hilarious
3: though
1: if it doesn't like, No, that's his grandma. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what, uh,
0: <laughs> no step. What, uh, what was it? I, every time I kept looking at the grandpa though, I kept thinking it was a uh, uh, Chevy Chase. <laughs> Yeah, he looks just... So I kept wanting to be like, man, fuck this guy. Why are we trying to show affection for this guy? Greg, Greg Henry. I was
3: like, oh, no, no, a couple things make sense now. That's, that's why he's that's such a big
0: guy. Because like grandpa was Chevy Chase.
3: Greg Henry, and he's got one of those faces that I thought he was... Um, I thought he was the, the, the bully from Back to the Future.
0: No, I, no, I, I got him mixed, Cannon, no
3: I got him mixed up with that guy, and he's not that guy. They do. I, I can see it. Yeah, but like, there's a bunch of... I So... I have like a weird like I can kind of remember faces and kind of not. And so I Mm. saw um, the the pink girl, Ura, I thought was Mm. when I I was like, she looks familiar. And then I saw Maria Bakalova is in this who was Tutar and Borat Borat too. Mm. Um, And I was like, "Oh, oh, that's who that was. But then I realized that was not her. Uh, Daniela Melchior, who was yeah, Ratcatcher. Rat catcher. Ratcatcher was the pink mm. girl, and of course, when people are like you know yeah. fuchsia and and gold and stuff, it's hard to recognize them. Right. But but yeah, Ratcatcher was in it. I'm not sure who Maria Bakalova was, but I think Linda Cardellini was the Bat Lady.
1: I thought Linda Cardeli- Linda Cardellini was a uh, Lila.
3: Wasn't wait which one's Lila again? The Otter. Oh, oh!
1: yeah that yeah, explains why her voice was voices. so
0: yes i was like i'm thinking like i she know has, she this has one of those voice. voices where she kind of blends it's, it, like no, the, it's that voice is so the essential like the cute like character voice who you're gonna be sympathetic yeah. to hey, <laughs> it's like you saw the hey pictures. there friend like, it's, like it's, you but i, I it, forget ooh, the way she so sounded. <laughs> I, like yes yeah, the honored like oh friend yes oh man we're gonna get to I, that I, <laughs>
1: I constantly forget what Linda Cardellini looks and sounds like because my introduction to her was Scooby-Doo. So every time I see her pop up in like Hawkeye or something, I'm like, well, that's not Velma. (laughs) And it's like, it's been 20 years. (laughs) And that was a character she played. She wouldn't look or sound. I'm just like. Oh yeah, no. Man, she's she was like, quite, I, I, was, I wouldn't be able to pick her out of a crowd. She, she so looks, when I'm sitting, I'm like, "Who's Linda Cardellini? She's the otter, like <laughs> yeah. she's Otter Bay."
3: Um, Miriam Shore is in this too. Yitzhak from Hedwig and the Angry Inch is in it. She was, mm. she was one of the, uh, she was, she was the, the one who mutinies on him or tries yeah, to mutiny. Yeah, now uh, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers. I love. By that the way, scene. if you have somehow gotten this far into the episode without realizing oh, we're going to yeah. spoil it,
0: man. So, oh, sorry. Oh, you, you just like <laughs> me of just like a great little scene that's just like a that's such a great villain moment like where yeah but we'll get to that when we get to it um yeah. but yeah just to just to get on another theme real quick though it was like I was thinking because I was like having that moment of like as I'm watching the movie as it Lingers very lengthily on shots uh, to make you cry about things. (laughs) I was trying to think. Time to be sad, buddy. (laughs) Hope you brought those tissues. I I was really thinking about, like, why do you not like the character who is the villain? right? Like, what is the real motivation that really makes him the asshole, the stinker for what he's doing, what he's doing? And I was really thinking about that because it was like. You know, in the moments where we have these flashbacks of, like, Rocket sitting with the high evolutionary, he's kind of going like, oh, yes, it's like, this is a new world we're building. We're telling you all about that new world, and you're going to help us build it. And it's all the sort of things that Rocket, as this living being, is kind of going like, oh, my God, I'm going to help make this world. This is so great. And then we're going to go there. And it's like, oh, no, 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 you can't go there. You don't get to go there. No, no, no. We're building this yeah. new world off the back of you, but you don't get to enjoy this because you were still part of the imperfect people. So you don't get to join. It's like, that's yeah. the real dastardliness of this person as a villain, you're, right? You're one of the undesirables. But we're going to use you
1: to, like, basically. Yeah, like, like, honey, like, you don't get to go to the to the new
0: house. You stay here exact, at I the mean, old house. Exactly. I mean, this is literally like the <laughs> slaves can build the White House, but, you know, they're not going to be a president. Can't live in it. You know, because, I mean, we're going to call it the 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 white house because i mean you know you know who's living in there you know it's like it's such a direct thing but in a clever way that's kind of like damn like that's so like uh, like making that it's such a
1: personal slight but it's also incredibly clear that like i don't know why i was surprised that's a testament to his writing that i was legit surprised the first time i saw it and it happened it's like oh no 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 honey the new, mm-hmm. the new world's not for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not for you. It's for it's for the hottie. <laughs> it's for Batch ninety two in the back that you helped me it, make. It also I was like, but that brain, you know, and he kind of squeezed his little. Oh god! Yeah, yeah.
3: I I thought it was really wonderful, actually, the way the movie treated. Um, I, you know, to the differences, the physical differences Mm -hmm. in the, in Lila and Floor and Floor and Mm -hmm. Teef's. Oh God, Floor, Floor is a
1: mix of like sadness, but also like terrifying. To get
3: get TV tropes for a second, Floor is a nightmare fuel woobie. Yes. uh! (laughs) Yes. Perfect Um,
1: description. Thank you. But,
3: but like, I loved the way that, you know, uh, when Rocket's kind of having his, like his little near death experience near the end mm. and he's picturing them, you know, I, I think a lesser film might've gone like, Oh, and then they'll look normal in, in the afterlife and having them look yeah. just as fucking weird as they <laughs> actually did <laughs> and not apologizing for and saying this is who they were and they were lovable and worthy just as they mm. were um, was mm. really something I, I will have to say now, because we were talking about young rock young rocket, My one complaint, Young Raccoon, raccoon, my one complaint about this movie. I mean, other than like it made me cry. But the one thing that I genuinely like didn't like and thought was a choice that bothered me was um, that whoever was the voice actor for Young Rocket was very clearly an adult doing like a little creaky child (laughs) voice. And it was very Um, distracting.
1: So there were two there. So middle rocket was still Uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah and then baby baby rocket was somebody else yeah
3: and and with both of those it just felt like i'm listening to an adult go
1: yeah. And I was just like, you know, if I squinch my voice, I was I like, sounded. just
3: like that. W- if I talks his ups as he is, I sound i like Yeah, and it was like, it, I was just like, get like get an actual child. Although
1: here's here's the thing, you have all those children in cages, and here's the thing, though, if did want to grab, if one. there had been
3: an actual child. I think I might have had a breakdown in the theater. Like, it was hard enough. It been too, it, you it was, can't have an
1: actual Fievel it, it was, voice coming out. Yeah, you're going to be too en- sad. Oh, God, <laughs> a five-old voice would haunt my nightmares. It was
3: hard enough with the CGI baby mutant raccoon. Oh, and if I heard an actual child's voice on top of that, I don't think I would have made it.
0: So uh, let's get into the, the plot proper, because I feel right. like the plot is relatively straightforward. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it starts is. with um, Rocket. Listening to a uh, loser uh, in the acoustic version.
3: That was such a mood, right?
0: (laughs) Like, of course it's Rocket. Like, when he's
3: like walking around, kind of singing to himself. (laughs) Yeah, you can see it
0: in his face, the sort of like you know, vaguely singing along. Yeah, and you know, and then kind of like walking in to see a Quill, Mm. kind of drinking his sorrows away. So you're kind of like, like you know, and I was thinking the contrast from the second movie, where it's like the second movie is, oh wow, snap right back into action. We're fighting this big thing, Mm. and look how cool we are. And this movie's kind of starting off with like. I don't feel great because I'm listening to the song about being a loser and here's Quill, this drunkard, you know what I mean? Like mad that he, like, and the slow motion shot of them like, here's part three is like them carrying Quill. I loved
3: what a pitch perfect, it was like, the superhero action movie shot even compared to like the the fucking you know crisis on infinite earth's cover of of of, um nebula holding (laughs) him uh yeah yeah, uh, of nebula holding holding quill except it's just because he's passed out drunk like that was (laughs) so great
1: and and the way they marketed that was Excellent, cause because it, it cuts by real quick if you look at the commercials. And it looks and like he's like, like oh, been no, injured who, or something. Who's gonna die? Right. Yeah. Is it? Is, oh no, Star Lord's gonna bite it. Ooh, yes, yeah. but no, but yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and now, okay, what like I will say the thing that I don't like about the writing a little bit is where it's like Adam Warlock just bursting through the wall <laughs> immediately knowing exactly where it. rocket is and it's like okay how is this like a motif where it's like everyone well, knows I mean, exactly where the villains are and, and, or the I mean, you is. did mention that the last time where it's just like they just I, they just fight. <laughs> but this op locator so-
1: on site <laughs> <laughs> intro is just so hilariously aggressive because you just see a gold British man.
0: While the music's playing, yeah.
3: It's his face was kind of getting blown back a
0: little. Might as Forehead first. Yeah.
3: Just
1: head headbutting his way. And he headbutts into Rocket while he's changing his clothes. Yeah. Will Poulter was is great. butt booty ass naked in a
0: in a gold man <laughs> no.
3: kicks your door
0: <laughs> the, in, in sucker punches you through three walls at your what apartment. What were they doing before left. that happened? What were they
3: just hanging out? Yeah, okay. Like, so they were this just was just
0: out. like what? Uh, and yeah, so just out of but fucking nowhere, as far as they're concerned. I gotta, I, I gotta <laughs>
3: say, every time I see Will Poulter, and I, he was great in this. I thought he was good casting, but I will always see him as Eustace Scrub. I will always see him as used to scrub and <laughs> I could not I can't unsee it. Mm-mm,
0: from um, what's called the bal- from,
3: from the the the, Ballad uh, the of Dawn Ballad. Treader. The voyage of the Dawn Treader mm. and the Narnia. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Who yeah. that's a
3: that's a pull.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh um... What were we getting into? The,
3: the so Adam Warlock comes in and attacks uh and attacks yeah
0: incapacitating rocket. rocket because he they're still trying to get revenge for the batteries that they stole from the last movie is basically what yeah right? so, um yeah and
1: man the, so the Guardians all have to squad up against Adam can we. I'm so happy Drax got a time
0: to Oh, show. Yes. man. Yeah, he actually kicks him out. Yes. That was really dope. Yeah,
3: his, he had an arc in this. Like, he wasn't just the one-note yeah. like, guy the wearing one the makeup curve. to just yeah.
0: make a quip.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just like he he held his own the longest. Like, like mm-hmm. brute got KO'd, Rocket. I mean we know what happens with him yeah. Nebula te- technically should have died yeah. <laughs> multiple times throughout the movie she should right, have right but her
0: body Which is, is so cool
3: that was some scenes. great like horrific like all the scenes were like body like, horror like, but like action her, yeah, yeah like her head got knocked <laughs> backwards like oh she, and you could feel she the looks impact like, she looks like something out of fucking Silent Hill. Yeah, but and then she's fighting she, on the good guys. And side. then just comes and like creaks back into herself. That was uh-huh. great. That was great. That's <laughs> so
0: unsettling in the coolest yeah, way. Yeah, it's like, and,
1: and this is the thing is this is Thano's daughter that lost the fight.
0: Right, right. You know. This this is the this was the worst fighter of the two. <laughs> um and then now, uh, okay, so this is uh well, do I want to say this now? Um Cause it kind of doesn't pay off really until later. Uh, oh, Are you talking about like the the theme with Rocket? Well, yeah, because well, they kind of like the, basically the the way the movie is kind of framed is like Rocket gets knocked out, and so it kind of like cuts back and forth interstitially. Uh, with yeah. him. And it's yeah. It's so cool. And like, I, so I, I cool. do like it as like a, a basic thing, but I, I do remember kind of feeling like, I wish there was a little bit of something thematic that I did kind of feel like, I was like, oh, we're doing this thing. Didn't it kind of feel like what's going on in his adventure? You know what I mean? it, it feels like there's never really a mirror because in the adventure of the animals, they're just kind of in one place. And I feel like that was, was kind yeah. of getting me down about seeing their scenes in particular. Like, I understand that it's about like, you know, like, they are these trapped animals, and they're kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. wishing for a new world. And, like, in the first scene where it's like, they're introduced, and then it's like the ne- next scene, it's kind of like, here's the montage of them kind of playing around with each other, and they're kind of getting to know each other. And it was like, it was a thing where as I'm watching it, my adult brain, as I'm watching it, is mm-hmm. just going like... These animals are so cute and I know we don't see them later because we never hear about them. So I know what you're gonna do movie. So look... you'd better be like giving me some sort of catharsis here because I know you're so, like I, I know the kid Catharsis? no no no, no, no. <laughs> hear oh, me no, hear me sorry. now hear me now hear me now because I know only have I know there's the kid who's watching this and is just like what cute characters what's well, gonna be their adventure so me as an adult I'm like you sick bastards you know oh, what no. you're doing you know what you're doing by introducing these cute little mother, but also these cute little things that also have a little bit of badassness to yeah. them right like they've got the, the yeah. rabbit teeth and the sort of like the, the, the big Heavy walrus guy, like, so what I'm thinking as I watch this movie, I'm thinking.
3: Uh-oh. oh no I just the walrus just kept making me think of Tusk
0: <laughs> God oh God, no, no, no. no no get Maybe it out, know, get <laughs> out of your head get that out of your head moving on moving on We want to talk about body horror. <laughs>
3: oh, God. moving on yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, was it but, Professor Goatman who did that to us yes yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: but yeah that's what I, oh that's what I wrote down that's like the running around montage where they're playing the really sweet music and I, would just wrote I was just like oh boy we sure are adorable friends trapped in a clearly looming ever present danger like it's just like that's my problem with it like <laughs> as (laughs) As I'm watching, like, they have Mm. so no agency whatsoever as you're watching it unfold, and you know they're not going to, and there's nothing set up where they're going. Like, you can't even feel that they're going to in any capacity that they're going to go anywhere. It's just them being trapped in this cage. And so it's like... You know, I'm appreciating the conversations on one level, getting mm. to know these cute furry creatures, but I'm not getting any meat beyond, love these guys. Aren't they so cute? They're Yeah, that's what I wrote down. They're cutening them up for the slaughter that we know is going to happen uh, in the movie. That's may, what was... May,
1: may I speak for... <laughs> let me speak for, for child brain audience okay. because I'm, I'm generally an optimist. <laughs> um. When I put the pieces together after watching the movie and then thinking back to the trailer, I'm like, "Oh, all the pieces were there." So my optimist brain sees that and goes, "Well, here's what'll happen: they'll get out, and then they'll all have different pods." Oh, and you poor, deluded the movie fool! Is them finding <laughs> each other again? And then I started, but when, here. So the uh, whether you want to bring it up now or not. So the the thing is, by the time. Whether you pick up on it early or late, and a little late like me. But it's a really cool thing that he does narratively. Because I I understand what you mean about there not being direct parallels. But what I like is that the whole thing that we get his backstory is because it's his life flashing before his
0: eyes. Right, right. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I do like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I think it does justify itself because I'm going into this and it's like, oh yeah, they're introducing... The animal pack and everything It's like, okay, so Rocket, you know, let his friends out and they all had to like, well, and I wouldn't
0: even say like, I wouldn't even,
1: and then they have to find each other and they just haven't. Found well, see, I was going to say, that's why they hung. Yeah, I
0: wouldn't, nope. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I <laughs> wouldn't even say like the, his whole life. I'd say like the best part of his life, right? Like this is a guy who's such a yeah. cold hearted, like a hole and you think he doesn't have any tenderness. And then the point of this narrative is to be like, oh, here's when he goes into this coma, here's what goes in through his mind. You know what I'm saying? Like here's what soothes him. Or being reminded yes. of the one time he had solace. And even as you're looking at the solace, it's still in this dark place. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just, So it's yeah. like I wanna give respect to that in a certain capacity. I definitely get what you're saying there. Um but before we get to what my uh uh what the what the crux of it is so we we get to the the bioform space station i just want to show some love to this scene that was some fucking cronenberg (laughs) that was
3: some cronenberg video
0: shit. and i love the sound effect perfect description yeah the sound effect work where you like can feel uh, like uh, things landing on uh, it uh, uh, that is the most
1: that is one of the most creative things i think i've ever seen put to film Please, may we never get it. That is on par with Tusk. <laughs> like, and when you, that is perfectly yeah, on par like, with when Tusk. You see if it, you took Tusk and be like, what if we made Tusk yeah, a space and,
0: and I was noticing little things like when you see that when they're in space, like on top of it, you can kind of see like mucus and pus and stuff sort of floating in space yeah. as like to hair like, yeah, out. so it's just like, uh. ew, like they're actually like really trying to be direct with what a human oh. body in space would look like, you know?
1: <laughs> One thing I love about James Practical. Frickin' Ooh, suits. Oh, thank Good. you. Can God, I, hear God, I hear it. God bless this yes. man. He uses costumes. There's weight. Oh my God, they pull yes. on skin. Oh my yes. God. I, I'm... A man that uses that... What, $250 million and it shows. Yes. Thank
0: you. You feel God. like you can almost touch the screen. And I hate it. Yeah. Yes. With so many other movies where it's like, I get it. We're trying to do comic book movies. We're trying to be larger than life. But let me actually feel like there's some weight. There's some danger that, oh, could our villains actually hit something? Could something hit them? Are they actual human yeah. beings that could bleed? Yeah. You know? The way that the guards, <laughs> like move nathan around. Fillion shows up
1: and I see it, I'm like, oh, that's a costume. Touching his neck I was, he moves. It bends. Yeah. It I, flexes, I was just like saying the way he's
3: moving do. around, like and you could feel how uncomfortable that armor would be. Yeah, there's a stiffness
0: to yeah. it, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, so, so I thought that was just like it, just incredible, top to bottom, just how that played played out. Now, now maybe someone could help me with a little bit of explanation for the villains here, because I feel like okay, so we've got basically three sets of villains. There's the Adam Warlock, gold people, then there's mm. these people, and these are all people who were evolutions worked on by the he- High Evolutionary. Is that what's
1: happening? There, there's some of it. He said they were uh like thought experiments essentially. So the Sovereign. Oh. They listed a couple other ones. The only ones I remember by name are like the Annie men. So he's, he has made entire civilizations and species as like side projects, Mm. which is kind of, it's like with the, the whole creation of Adam illusion, it gets into a weird bit of meta things about like, especially with that fire ass God line later on the movie.
0: man this movie the, like i was like, watching this movie going like he whoa, has a this god like It has reason to like matter. i was having a moment where, like we said we're saying fuck we're challenging god like whoa They <laughs> did.
3: i think there were um they were still careful with "fuck" because i noticed at one point nebula said piss off yeah, in, she a, does in a way yeah. that a real person would have said fuck off and yeah, yeah, i feel yeah. like they were they were like oh no re- i mean that, that's the thing with rocket F-bombs. through
1: all three movies yeah, where Rocket oh. always says, well, we're the guardians of the
0: freaking oh, game. Right. I'm I'm like, like, that
3: guy would say, just use it, yeah. James.
0: Use now, it to Yeah, Now, your- I will say this. Use it. <laughs> like, that, that is the first thing that I will knock against the movie. Like, Rocket Raccoon just isn't in this movie enough as the wisecracking At, guy. Like, it, like he comes back actually an hour before yeah. the movie's over. He's actually in the movie a full hour before it's ending, but there's so little for him to actually do in terms of being a character Well, he's saying kind of stuff. the
3: MacGuffin. He's kind yeah. of the MacGuffin in this movie. But I'm, so. I'm okay with Yeah, it's like, Go I ahead. I don't know Like if there was more of him in there.
0: Like, I get it. It's like, yeah, we're I, sacrificing that like, for the heart we, and real character know story. Who, yeah, like, we know who that character
3: yeah. is, and I feel like him being like the what like who he is is the same but what he is is so different in this movie because he becomes that the the what they're trying to save and i i I don't know i i get what
0: you're saying like i guess i get why they did it i just i couldn't help but feel like there was an absence of his particular humor to this movie that's supposed to be about him in a way that i was like oh but if it's gonna be about him i still want a bit of that trademark humor like, you know what I'm saying? Just a little I, bit like, more in there. Like, it would have been great to see him, like, being funny with his friends and like really maybe cracking jokes.
3: Like, starting to develop yeah, that. And, seeing yeah, seeing him being the funny guy, yeah, I you
1: know? Gotta... I got it. I didn't mind it since we were still, like, it, it wasn't, it, had they not included his backstory as part of, like,
0: informing
1: his character up to the other two movies. Mm. Because I, I think We're, we're looking it's at it as a trilogy,
0: things. right? Like, it's like, we know who he is. Yeah. Okay, it's time to so really talk. Like, we, yeah.
1: It's like, oh, here's the backstory of why he's very, a very much a limited
0: trust, big, like, <laughs> right? Asshole. Yeah,
1: but like you, you see him in this movie. He's a lot more low key.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I you, like, he's, he's, he's clearly he's, a person who's like reflecting. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's he's done
1: it's like, and again, even you know, at the beginning of the movie, halfway. honestly,
0: right? Like with listening to like yeah, loser, you know, yeah,
1: I, yeah, because because like volume one and two are set before Infinity War and Endgame. Right. So this is a right that's, like lived. And seen a this lot is of very weird true, shit. yeah, you know. So it's just like he's he's a lot more seasoned. I, in, can like I say this? Th- I feel like that's one of my favorite. Yeah, I, I feel like this
0: ahead. movie really took in the fact that the Avengers movie happened, right? Like, yes. I feel like more more than most of them, I would mm-hmm. say. Like, as far as how the characters are really impacted, like, was I was watching this movie the first time, I was kind of caught off guard because I couldn't really remember what had happened in the Avengers movie. So when they were kind of like making it having it tie in so directly i was kind of having that moment of like wait what happened to gamora wait oh th- a lot of this is kind of relying right, like on I, that
3: and i for i meant to rewatch guardians 2 um and didn't and so i was like trying to remember a lot of what happened and, and yeah like i'd seen um end game and infinity wars and all that like mm-hmm. once but, and, but see you know
0: Here's what I'm gonna say to the movie's credit. Again, even when I was feeling that way for about the first act, they had a good scene where like Quill actually lays it out, and it's in a way that actually yeah. feels like it's organic to what. Like that's what I, the the character moments actually do feel organic to how the scenes are laying out because it actually feels like oh someone's bringing this up, and then well now we're gonna talk about this, and well I didn't want to talk about this, but wait a minute, like I like how the banter of this movie feels a lot more integrated into the characters there are so many movies these days that i feel like oh here's a character feels
3: like it's laid on top and like it doesn't fit with who they actually are yes
0: it feels like it's actors in the moment coming up with the funniest line and not actual characters who might be saying something that's revealing of their character by saying that that's when something is really well that and that's the that's the marvel
1: humor complaint (laughs) so it's like this movie these movies don't really suffer from that as much because Everything they say is in character. Yeah, it the characters really feel like they—they they
3: seem when they're cracking jokes. It seems like the kind of jokes that somebody mm. with that personality right. in that situation would actually make, and yeah. not just like I'm a superhero and I just like beat a bad guy's head to a bloody pulp. But now I'm gonna say something mm-hmm. witty.
1: One of my favorite parts of the movie is—it um, was something that I lightly addressed in our review of Volume Two—is like there's at that movie they were still learning. Uh, how to work mm, with each mm. other? This one, they work together. Yeah, all of the. Anytime the plans go awry, it's from something from the outside. You're right, but they all work. You're right, very well. together. in fact, the main thrust form of a the plan plot and execute. The main... They don't bicker as much. Yeah, over. Plan. Yeah, yeah.
0: They don't bicker over the actual plan. In like, fact, the thrust, like they all agree to help Rocket. Right. There's no debate about that. Yeah, that's the thrust of the plot. The thrust of the plot is we've got to get our friend back and we're going to do whatever yeah. is necessary to do that because we care about him. And it
1: Yeah, it's like they they work cohesively well. The only time things mess up is due to outside factors. And they have to adapt on the like all things considered, Peter's actually a pretty
0: good yeah, leader e- even as manner. he's drunk, like it's one of those things where but it, here's the thing about Quill's character, it's like as they establish it and as they like make him so clearly pathetic and then when you see like but the reason why he feels pathetic and the reason why like he's so angry and then when he loses he feels like he's gonna lose another person okay now it's time to go into gear no I'm not losing this person again like the character beat is so strong in how they communicate it in a way where it just feels like it's like oh yeah they're just kinda laying this out and you know they gotta set up the character and then it's like no 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 this isn't just a like that's just gonna be a background thing this is why this guy's motivated to do this now he's lost all all these people and damn it he's not gonna lose another one you know
1: yeah yeah it's like they they work very cohesively well the the anytime there's like they you know they make a plan they can then that was a fun thing i noticed is like the the challenges are making sure the plans run as smoothly as possible and mm. more often they not than not they don't so they have to adapt on the fly like right the, the thing the things that were going on like the plan probably would have went off without a hitch at the at the Orgo Corp had Gamora not been there.
0: Yeah, wait, wait. When they land when she on the pulled om- out a gun when they land Oh, that's true. When and when they land on the Omni the body and they go into the uh, uh the body, things are kinda going well. What what actually causes things to go yeah. sideways in that?
1: Um When they're, because they, Manchester threw the space suits out in the trash compactor. Because she had to rush. Ah, so that, yeah, that wasn't anything on their fault, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't on them. That was on, it's like, oh shit. So it's like, we had to pick one. Both of these bins look basically exactly the same. So it's like, I tossed it in the first one I saw. So now, okay, now we got to reroute because we don't have our suits. Now, how are we going to get picked up? And they plant, they work around that because it's like, Groot, come in after we get the ore. Right. Cause Neb, I think Nebula called him in, and it's like, so we need to buy time until Groot can crash land, right? And like again, even Peter, when he's um, when he's like trying to se- seduce Uda the second time, which <laughs> I think the first time, I think the first time he knew it was gonna w- wasn't gonna work, but it was to de- establish a little bit of goodwill of being like, hey, like I think it was, I think it was half. Let me see if this does work. If it does, great. But if it doesn't, she's looking okay. at me like, oh. Thank you. Here's the human man. But then the second time, it's like, please, Uda, the person I talked to previously and tried to establish, hey, I have human components. You've seen how I'm the good cop, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, Let me speak to them from the heart. And it's like, oh, okay. Speak your piece. I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> right? right.
3: I'm like, I- I'm I'm like,
1: like Yes. <laughs> I'm like, for a brief second, for a second there, he had me going. No Was like, oh, God, he's going to use the power of friendship. No he doesn't he does the smart thing yeah i was actually just, just trying to try to yeah the maneuver problem. the
0: pieces yeah <laughs> um and okay uh now i the one uh, one complaint about this scene i'll say is that it was one of those like action movie exhaust uh things where it feels like there's way too many people in this scene and there's way too few people that i don't it doesn't really explain to me how they would be able to get by these people. There what? was just one too many moments where it was just oh. like, "Oh, they're just able to," and we, it's just like, "Well, no, there's like eighty which people." They didn't in make this. it far, you know.
1: To be fair, they didn't make it that far <laughs> without the eyeballs and James Gunn's wife noticing. You which, want to know
3: something ironic? We <laughs> are getting shot. Shouldn't have been funny. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to know something ironic is I just had to stop and go to the restroom. And this was also the point in the movie that I took a bathroom break <laughs> because I was like, I don't think anything super important to the plot's going to happen right now. <laughs>
1: You come back. There's a woman screaming after being
0: shot. <laughs> like um, what a what a moment! The, yeah, I love how it was just like it got the, slightly too real for a moment. We're just like, oh, she just shot someone <gasps> in the leg, and we're just <gasps> focusing on that, like,
1: <laughs> like the actual death wails. It's just like. Huh. <laughs> Yeah. That's one of the most realistic things in this
0: yeah. uh, space. It's k- kind of funny that hyper realistic <laughs> moment happens, and then right afterwards, Drax gets blasted with a thing where he's just like completely able to survive it. And of course, he's able to because he's like really thick skinned. But it just he's like it's yeah, just kind of funny still... in the moment to be like, oh yeah, completely cartoon <laughs> moment right next to a hyper real moment. <laughs> can we can we talk about
1: what what shouldn't have stayed with me though of Mantis using her powers to like get all the people to do different things oh, and, what just a, okay, no, and just the one black guy that was a great you like
2: yes
0: <laughs> you feel like dancing it just immediately gets to getting down he, he's hitting the carlton at this <laughs> and then i and was
1: then, i was crying just, just that and great twitter didn't help they're like how, why did the black guy have to shuck and jive? I'm like, what oh, did you want him to do? Get out of here. You want him to be a cat? No, Let him no, dance, dance, No, you
0: know what I love? Because <laughs> we needed this. We needed that image of, like, machine gun fire as this one guy yes, is just happily dancing. It's, like, it's one of those things, like, you know this whole setup was just so we could have this insane image. This, this is everything, everywhere, all at once type filming. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. you know, it's yes. like, okay, we've got to end with a dildo fight. How do we get there? Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um but yeah so so moving from that now I, I, again another thing I want to absolutely compliment the uh villain song explanation uh uh monologue <laughs> The, I, we stepped mm. it up from the second movie because in the second movie I think it, it was done really well with uh, the brandy song, brandy or a fine girl like mm-hmm. oh you know yeah. what a good wife you would be, but my life, my love, and my lady is the sea. It's kind of like that oh, but I must keep to my task, right? So we go mm-hmm. even more music nerd with this one, and as someone who <clears throat> went to music school, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like you know, because it's like this whole like this whole series is kind of like based around music, right? Like mm-hmm. the first movie, okay, we know about the seventies. The yeah. second movie, like kind of going into a. Di- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so yeah. now it feels like with this movie, we're we're not really in a specific era. I feel like we're jumping all around, kind of like you know we, mm. we
3: which I'm okay with. It, that. Yeah,
0: because like oh, it's the third movie, we're expanding. You know what well, I mean? Well, they
3: justify too because Rocket has right. like, the iPod. Or yeah, yeah,
0: and... yeah. The, the zoom that 50s, yeah. 60s, 70s, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, but but you hear this sort of ancient Gregorian chant being played. And, uh, you know, uh, uh oh, oh,
3: so it threw me off and I guess it's just like space years and different planets. Cause he said it was 5,000 years old and I was yeah. like,
0: I was trying to think like wait is that wait. from
3: Earth is that Gregorian chant <laughs> from Earth like, I was trying to think what, what that was yeah like, that threw me off anyway, but that so. does
0: cause uh, the rest of the music they use is all real music so I was assuming this had to be real music too like this couldn't have been like a fake Gregorian thing because like the yeah, other songs I,
1: I figured he went to Earth and snagged yeah. an MP3 and, and, but also while, but, he was, while he was collecting animals but
0: yeah but like also all the other songs that are like old timey, like uh, As I Am Laid in Earth also gets played and that's a real song so I was just thinking like mm. ah, I don't think they would make, a, make one up this feels like they're pulling on something because the name of the song he tells him uh, is like the ancient song he says it's called uh, well what it translates to is be not as you are but as you should be and he's saying like it is our job to take the world around us in the chaos and to make you know take those sounds and cacophony and make perfection and beauty out of them like that's basically like that's our task as you know uh uh you know uh, sentient beings right And so I I was thinking of that as, like, you know, if you completely take that away from the villain who was having this, like, clearly kind of, like, jittery sort of, like, feel to him, like, that absolutely just sounds like, oh, yeah, science, you know, it's all about, like, doing, you know, yeah, like, improving life and all this sort of thing. Like, there's nothing on its face that sounds bad about it. But then when you look directly with how he's treating... Uh, these subjects, he's treating. <laughs> yeah, I said treating. <laughs> I just oh. That up. oh, baby, that's just eugenics. <laughs> yes, and it's this slow, perpetual yeah. genocide that he's just doing of these people. Right? It's just genocide sideways. Like, well, these people are just yeah, not good enough. We're trying right. to make them better, but if they're not good enough, then we then we just throw them all out. Right? Like, I, yeah. I have
3: to say, like one other thing that kind of I don't, it didn't bother me in the way that. Bradley Cooper—that Bradley Cooper's baby voice bothered me, <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. but it was weird because it's like okay, so the heart of this movie is. You know, even before we know what the high evolutionary is up to and we know what kind of horrible mm. things he'd do, we know that, you know, we don't want Rocket to die. We love Rocket. We're worried about Rocket and we want to save this one life because we care about him and, you know, and we care about like the silver haired kids on the ship and like there, mm. there are beings that we care about and don't want to die. And then we watch an entire civilization of animal people get genocided in mm-hmm. an instant and it felt it, it felt like less of a loss than maybe I think it should have. I don't know. Mm. It felt weird. I was like, okay. Mm. So I just watched what? Like millions of people get killed. Oh, and it, billions bill- for and sure. And in the first movie, remember like the, the stopping um, stopping Ronan from, from killing mm. that one planet of pink people was like that the was a deal. really big – that was where the stakes were was like that would have been – the the that would have been the worst outcome is Ronan kills this this planet full of people, yeah. and we watched a planet full of people get killed, and it just sort of felt like, wait a second, did that, did oh, that they, really happen? Like, how am I supposed they to be a little bit of
2: a little
1: bit it a it yeah. was weird. And
3: also those of like, people were so of cu- people were so cute yeah, yeah. Oh, the
1: little Yeah, of the little little bat Mexican family. little bit of a little bit of a that bit of a little Counter Earth at that time was in the middle of the 80s. Yes, I love I love the like the
3: Sears family like portrait. The pho- the pho-
1: <laughs> yeah, like the photography, the like cars, the aesthetic the design. The cars. <laughs> but like you you know where it clicked in for me uh. is the drug dealing scene. I'm like, they're in the middle of their freaking crack <laughs> epidemic? <laughs> they're in their war right, on drugs. That was the exact moment it slotted in. Oh I'm like, Oh my god. Oh my god, they're in their Reagan years. Jesus Christ. Yes. Like I I noticed the pictures. I'm like, oh wow, those are very old timey. Like in the wood paneling and the car designs. Like, yeah, this is really throwback. And then the drug deal. I'm like, they're in their war on drugs. (laughs) Oh my god, Um, they've got. And and (laughs) and that's. Oh, go on. Um, so, so someone online made a good point about like the high evolutionaries' like quest for perfection and him specifically going after uh, Rocket just because he has he was one of the few that showed the ability of just like independent creative right. art, um, much more than others but here's the thing so uh shout out to fantastic frankie she pointed this out um the other ones were doing that too because how the hell do you, you don't teach somebody to make meth <laughs> yeah that's true
3: like they had and, to and that's what they drove past
1: yeah. well you know yeah I, I, someone had to figure that out. they didn't have the internet look, this is
0: counter-earth 80s so he figured it out. No, no, no. no this, this is what's happening. High evolutionary like, damn it, they're just doing the exact same thing that the normal Earth people did. They're just doing crack and racism. God damn it. Because didn't they mention that? He mentions that at one point where he goes like, he's he said no bigotry, but we literally saw yes! a hate crime.
1: Somebody was getting their ass kicked in an alleyway.
0: <laughs>
1: so it's like, no hatred, no bigotry.
0: I'm just like, which is actually hilarious. It was like, I... I, I want to double check your one. uh you know ch- check your uh uh, uh fact factsheets. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm not
1: sure about that one Cosmic
0: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not racism when I do it. <laughs> um but yeah, so yeah, but that's what I like. Like again, we get a little bit of deepening there with the with the mm. between the characters. Rocket was able to figure out something that the quote unquote better beings you know, weren't able to, you know, so what, what yeah, the, the lesser creature figured out that there was a gas
1: leak turning right. all your mutants angry. That poor Ninja Turtle. <laughs> uh, you know, I
3: literally for a, for poor a guy. minute, just for a minute, I really expected to see like one of the Ninja Turtles. Like I thought, I thought they were going to like a... do that. Well, well, I mean, just like you see Howard the Duck at yeah. some point. I was... <laughs> yeah.
1: And there's like how, how are, yeah I I remember because the second time I saw uh, that's what my mother wanted for Mother's Day was to see Guardians three I'm just like she's in for a fucking trip oh, no. right mm. at that sequence when they mutated the turtle she's like oh, he turned into a ninja turtle
3: she's the best person <laughs> <watching>. that's adorable <laughs> I love your mom that's so great but
0: yeah so like you know basically the high evolutionary he wants to analyze the part of his brain because what what he says is like he's able to create these people who can you know run on only like. 30 uh 30 30 calories
3: calories, like no sleep like 30 calories like uh, hyper efficient and it's like what do you like what do you need them to do that they need to be that efficient for
0: right well i i think it's it's one of those things where it's like they're just going to be the best we're just maxing everything we don't know why we're just supposed to yeah we're making max humans (laughs) yeah exactly max
1: max organisms but
0: what what he's annoyed about Mm -hmm. is that they're not capable of like in independent creative thought because that, that's what i was saying it's like yeah. it, see the this counter earth is still emulating the the issues that the original earth did it's like they're not coming up with independent thoughts yeah. you know what what if their earth still has the same like you know their earth still has like a what, what are 80s people it still has a bobby brown that did crack you know their earth has a you know what i mean <laughs> like
1: <laughs> i'm imagining that um <laughs> that like who is a new addition, just like four teenage squirrels. That's <laughs> many <in> the chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what their equivalent is.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, um,
1: and yeah, it's, it, I think, I think an interesting thing with, with him too, with them just subtly mentioning that him having treatments and him wiping his nose. And before we get the reveal about his face and everything later, he has such heavy projected insecurities mm. About his own self. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of tragic in its own right. Even though he's a horrible monster. Like, I can tell. He has flaws that he hasn't gotten over. So he projects that into his creations. Right. And he's made it his life mission. He's like, if I can't be perfect, then I'm going to create the perfect no, thing. No, it is
0: so... And then use it. Yeah, it is so fascinating how projection is such a big yeah. uh, theme in this movie. And, and, like, fascinating in the idea Fascism. of, like... Yeah, well, I mean, because what, oh, you, you imperfect beings, you can't be part of the world. But I can, I can be part of the world, even when my face is all messed up. No, 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 I can still be part of the new world because see, I came up with the idea that it's like it literally, right. this is literally Hitler, right? Was, it's I like it's like I it. want yeah. to be part of the new world. All the wait, you're not even blonde. You don't even have the things that you yeah, do. you don't you don't even meet your own <laughs> message, big dog. You built the
1: club and, are, and gonna, you're you gonna feel away the when the they don't you in.
0: Oh, you're just saying, yeah. well, because I built the club, now I'm allowed to be the one who's you know what I mean? That's that's what he wants. It's, he just wants, like, buddy. You're not yeah, you're not gonna make. it He wants the same hierarchy. He just wants to. On top, right?
3: It's it's interesting (laughs) to me that you know he makes this face that looks great, he makes this mask that looks exactly like his own real face, but he leaves that like gross, like you know, skewed rim around where you can see where it's clamped to his head, yeah. And um, and it was funny because I noticed it like early on, and then in the flashbacks, and it was like, oh, it's he looks different in the flashbacks, and like his you know, his head looks normal, but it didn't. And then obviously, you know, when we see um rocket smashing up his face it's like oh he's got his face stapled back on or something mm. um right but but yeah like that he's even it's like he's kind of half-assing it like he made this great <laughs> mask but then he doesn't it's like he made the great mask however many years ago but then he doesn't bother to affix it in such a way that doesn't make him look like a freak
1: mm. yeah and one that's also like easily able to to come off mm-hmm. like it's, yeah yeah I feel like it. But also, if he stays inside his building, I guess he doesn't have much to like, worry about. Like, none makes makes of the people who work for him
3: are going to mask snatch him. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's just like, I guess he's not worried. And, and and that was another thing, too, is like, he never uses his powers that he has later on uh, outside of the facility. Mm. So my understand, my guess is that it only works in there, too. Mm. Yeah, mm.
3: that it's a technological thing. That's It's not like genuine Yeah, so it's like it's you like you you've,
1: you've, you've functionally confined yourself to... A, a bit of a prison mm-hmm. where you are the most powerful thing in there, but only that's because you've made it that interesting. way. The minute you step out in the world, you know, the minute change introduces itself and you have outside factors. Uh-oh. Mm. You know, that, that your your hierarchy of, of self and your, your hierarchy of, like, superiority crumbles.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, interesting metaphor there uh visual metaphors ah the the the, the uh, language of film um <laughs> yes. but uh, i i love the uh anyways back to the the bat <laughs> yeah no well i love the the um well actually there, there was a little bit of a um what well, with the dialogue between gamora and chris pratt there's a little bit where it feels mm-hmm. a little bit of janky where it's like on on chris pratt's end where it, it feels like he's still trying to do like you know, I'm talking to you, like, you're that pro- So it's like, it, it becomes established that it's like, oh, she's not the same Gamora. You know, this is a different one right. that they got from a different uh, uh, time, like, because of the whole thing yeah. that happened in the Avengers movie, right? And so it's one of those things where, like, okay it's like i understand having the slip right where every now and then you go like oh sorry i referred you as but it's like it kind of goes on for a little too long where it's like okay a person wouldn't actually be like you were like this person and we were in love and so you need to do that it's like okay yeah but you would especially after we know that you've been hanging out with them for a while like you wouldn't still be on this sort of like don't you remember it's like no you know she doesn't remember so it's like it's kind of frustrating but
1: you gotta you you gotta remember
0: he's drunkard and a loser guy. yeah right now in yeah. this sort of state. He, he's sure. a white
1: he's a he's a poor destitute white guy that is uh he's he's seeking his manic pixie dream girl right say, oh, right supposed no, to be n- the see,
0: girl in this box see, I, uh, with the special hair uh, that makes me better about see, myself no i definitely not being i definitely anymore. get you on that front i definitely get you on that front it's just it's like i guess it's like i'm a little like it becomes a bit of an unreliable narrator thing when he says certain lines where he's like, "We loved each other. You were everything to me." Because I was like, "Whoa, whoa, we loved each I was other? Like,
2: Wait,
0: <laughs> hold up, scratch up." <laughs> like, yeah, was there a scene I missed? Because in the first two movies that we just
1: watched, like, I don't remember that. Like at the end of the second one, I mean, like you know, even in Up to Infinity, we're like, "Y'all were good." You, you I think you said you love each other before she died. Um, yeah, did, did they when, kiss? When you had the bubble shoot out the gun, the, but.
0: uh... like me like maybe i missed something i i just don't remember no no i i I think i might have too i could be wrong i don't i don't as far as the movies that i watched are there wasn't a specific declaration of love so if that did happen in the main movies i'm kind of like feeling like oh crap like if that is important i lost it but if it's not as far as the movies i've watched are concerned there hasn't been a real oh uh, we are officially in a relationship thing right so
1: apparently they kissed an infinity War. Ah,
0: okay see how see see how see how forgettable that well, relationship is yeah, well i mean that because there's like 80 plots happening in that movie and that's not exactly that's the top one but <laughs> but um you know just in general like it's just like, I felt like they did a good enough job of trying to like get yeah. people up to steam. But like from what I saw from us directly watching the first two movies, I so didn't believe the relationship that by the time we get to this, where it's just like, no, we didn't have a relationship and she's snapping at him, I'm kind of like... Yeah, I haven't seen that. So it, it I feel kind of cheaped <laughs> out where I was like, oh, but there actually was a kiss, but it was in the big movie. You should have seen that. I was like, damn it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean
1: I mean it's the same thing with like the reveal about Mantis being his sister. That's from the Christmas. Yeah,
0: well, but that I understand a little bit more because that's like, okay, I can get it from the second to the third movie. There's been some time where camaraderie has formed that i understand from a language perspective of being like no you're my sister i'm losing people and you're important to me so i'm going to consider you this type of person you know what i mean
1: that that's his actual half sister oh
0: no i mean yeah literally in terms of like ego i guess uh, like yeah
1: yeah yeah, it's like no he's like no we got the same daddy (laughs) right right
0: right but but i mean that's technically established in the second movie but um but uh, uh yeah but him saying the line like we loved each other i was like oh this feels a little gaslighty to me but now now that you've said yeah. the 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 actual kiss happens now i'm like okay so then it actually is true because see now I feel like I'm like living in two different realities because if I'm just going by the movies you know like that I've seen you,
1: you gotta watch all, a compilation of just yeah. all the moments of the Guardians well, doing
0: exactly drugs. like yeah even when they were hanging out with Thor in that fourth in the fourth movie yeah it was super important oh, they, yeah. they said something you, you yeah, had to go yeah, back yeah or you missed the whole plot element that's where the Bowie came from his depre- that's where Rocket's depression came from it was totally it, it built up there yeah. <laughs> no, but, it was them damn ghosts yeah, no but uh yeah like I, I was thinking of like because as i was watching it i was like okay is this like a passenger's movie thing remember the other chris pratt movie he was in where it's we just like no you totally loved me in this other <laughs> you know what i mean i'm just like a... <laughs> we we had we had a time we had a time child. right so i was kind of like is he projecting but now that you bring that up i'm like okay wait no because he does and when they're in the elevator they bring up the backstory and i think that's like where if you're not up the oh, one of the funniest parts yeah i'm trying to i'm glad he admits like you know, it was like, got mad
1: at her dad, almost destroyed half the universe. <laughs> <it's> like, almost. <laughs> No, buddy. You yeah, exactly. Didn't. Yeah, no, no, you, don't try to Five years of irreparable yeah, damage. Yeah, exactly. To the no, 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 we were able
0: to undo it, but you did it. Yeah, we.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was undid in the sense that
0: we brought everyone back, but yeah, that doesn't mean five years of damage. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and, and I also have to say I love the hard ass boss who's giving his alien underling a perpetual hard time when when they're on the Omni did planet.
3: Nathan Fillion, like oh, I yes! got, I got one of those. Yes, <laughs> oh yeah. my god, yeah. But,
0: Th- this guy over it, here. I, I got one. And you know what was so messed up? It was like every scene he would be doing that. And it was one of those things where it's like, Oh, is this a like, you know, joke that they're kind of playing on too much? But it it really does feel like a character moment of like, Oh, this guy I this felt, boss is an ass
3: I will say, <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah, I really want
0: that story. <laughs> <so what's laughs> that? I
3: felt I felt so bad for the guy too, because like that first conversation where he was like, Oh, you know, when they got the, the yes. hyper the hyper words being the guy's like, Yeah and he's like, Okay, so what is that then? And and like called him out. Yes. And it's like, you know what? he I was just I felt bad I, I'm like because you know what I have done that kind of thing where somebody says something right. and I don't know what they're saying yeah not like, really hear yeah, that, because yeah. it's just like no no you're just being polite you're just right. being polite and so, keeping a conversation going so I'm glad
0: we're calling out what the real power dynamic is really happening here Nathan and is taking advantage of his like sort of power role to be like oh yeah I'm actually calling you on this and I'm calling you on that making a really poisonous work environment okay where, <laughs> where <laughs> this guy's just trying to go
3: along we it. Right to take him
1: to Orgo a right. Car <laughs> over I'm this.
3: sorry. Like you did that on purpose. You were intentionally <laughs> right. laying a trap because I'm sorry, like you're having a casual conversation right it's not like there was he's, something set up it's, beforehand it's not like a work thing where he's gonna be like okay now I really want to make sure I'm clear on all the details like mm-hmm. it's a casual conversation if he doesn't know what some part of a car is he's just gonna go yeah you know yeah." You look like you're just trying like, to feel
0: smarter than him yeah, like oh that, gotcha that made me yeah. so mad <laughs> so when he kept doing <laughs> that thing of like this guy it's funny but, so it's interesting yeah. how you can this is the reviewer knew the great reviewer knew sort of way we look at things right you could look at it as <laughs> the boss knows what's up and his underling is just such a Jackass, or you can look at this. The boss needs to fucking lighten up and quit being such an asshole. to his under, yeah. <laughs> like you know. And I get a little okay. bit of species I mean, vibes. Why is he acting like this to an oh, alien? Yeah, I it did. <laughs> right. feel like, it's like, oh yeah, I got, like, oh, I got, I got one the of those. What do you mean by that?
3: <laughs> yeah. The pale purple guy is the problem. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's like I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention to this conversation about space cars, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, leave me alone. Um. Oh the. Oh another one. The, it's like nobody move or I blow up this guy that looks like a salad yeah. and just the fear that enters his body until they get in and he exhales. I'm like, yeah, I'd be fucking terrified if the green lady says I'm killing him specifically. <laughs> like, wait, what did I do? He's like, well, hold on a second. Let's talk about, it. I will put my gun down. It's like, now hold on, sis. Well, <laughs> I be what then? did I do to you? this is a job yeah exactly okay, right like, you, you gotta make a person here
0: <laughs> <laughs> why are you gonna kill me you gotta make it about looks you ain't gotta make it about look yeah,
1: like, it's like first of all seem a little racist right. secondly
0: um why me but, but i mean everyone isn't that the bitch. reality though the fact that they're acting like this is like this is how the future in space would be right people just being flippantly assholes right. to other races of like, aliens
1: per- <laughs> there's a difference between i will light this hoe up I'll kill everybody in this bitch versus I'm shooting him specifically if you don't let us go. It's like, now wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the one that is It's like, I work here,
0: man. Uh, <laughs> oh man. First, I'm staff. So they go into <laughs> what do... they, they go into the scene and they like try to do the uh uh, you know, oh, excuse my friend, he's the boss's nephew, you know, da da da. And that's when they have the relatable moment of like, oh yeah, I got one just like da, 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 This guy. And <laughs> <laughs> that was I like I liked how they built off of that moment in a comedic beat way with the the first time it happens the second time and then the third time the payoff being of the reason why right. we're getting around this little character moment is because oh yeah you can't you relate <laughs> you know what I mean and so they so relate yes, that Nathan Fillion. yeah is. so they're able to kind of uh, get some extra time um and then I love when Mantis goes with Drax. To, to get the security clearance And she mm. taps the Like the guy in the hand and says like You're hopelessly in love <laughs> with him And Drax Just looking at Drax's face having to do the God damn it oh. <laughs> Like you, you did it again And then you having to be like hi yeah, like I, cause I can't, I can't break the kayfabe, I have to go along with this. Made it, I
3: feel like that made. I feel like it wouldn't have been funny if it was just like a one-off. But the fact that they've done it before made yes, it funny. Yeah, and
0: it's sort yeah. of like I'm messing with you again. That that was the real like you know brother sister like vibe that's going on. Like I'm not doing anything yeah. that's gonna sabotage the mission, but I'm doing something that you know I'm getting your goat on. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And so and I just yeah. love how that scene played out. Where where like, the guy just kind of has that moment of like looking up and then going oh. Hi, <laughs> and yeah. it's like it's it's like it's a like, it, it, you know what it is like it's not a bad gay panic moment. It feels like kind of like fun and <laughs> earnest. You no, know I, what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like yeah. It, yeah. It's- it's like
1: I'm not worried about the fact that we share the same sex. I'm annoyed by the fact that this is the fifteenth time you've done right. this in two months. <laughs> Damn it! Why is it always me? You, and it's you, like it, you're it, doing that on purpose. And then your friend is just your friend just goes because it'll never not be fun. exactly that's, why that's it's always that's me. the perfect friendship right there every single time. Yeah, I'm messing with you because
0: I know it's gonna get a reaction out of you. Right.
3: <laughs> So, this is totally unrelated, but I wanted to bring up, because I had mentioned earlier, I didn't know who Maria Bakalova was, and I looked on IMDb, and she was Cosmo. She was the voice of the space dog. Yeah. Which makes so much
1: sense. The good good baby. The good baby. The sweet baby. I
3: know. And I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. So, the like, that that was...
1: is it weird? I actually enjoyed that
0: subplot about I, okay, the Okay, I kind of didn't like it. I felt it was a little cheesy, where it's just like, okay, we know it's going to be. I mean, You've got your you brother to do the going. cute part of the movies for the kids. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like all right, we know the nepotism. Like, you got to give him the cute little part for the kids here. <laughs>
1: you know? Right. It's like, I I wound up like, my, my partner came with us and they're like, where are you going to go see him? I'm just like, oh, we're going to see Guardians of the Galley. Like, oh, I don't like them, but they love dogs. And I'm like, baby, look. There goes a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, up, the dog, isn't just, there like, for
3: the dog doggy. is in there dog. Because like who who doesn't like a cute dog? A being, talking like, dog, no less. I'm a good girl. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> an adult, it's like take it back, take it back. I'm a
0: good dog.
1: Tell me I'm a but good see, dog. Felt, like,
0: as I'm watching, it, it just felt so cheap. It was like, oh, you, it, it, James Gunn, you you, I, just stop liked, trying to get I these cheap the points. I liked the
3: dynamic between Cosmo and Kraglin. I, like, I thought that was cute. Um, I liked
0: it.
3: I, and his I whole journey with learning for... how to use Yondu's arrow was
0: True, cool. true. I actually, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I appreciated that. Um, and now it I, did feel like one plot well, too many when we kind of got into the action kind of happening, where it was just like, "Oh, you want me to care about this too right now?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like
1: I, I, I give, I give also the the dog part a little bit of credit because like as much as you get frustrated, the characters in universe also get cr- frustrated, mm-hmm. so you can tell. Uh, Cosmo's been whining about this
0: for hours. It's like, yeah, yeah, right? Take, that's part of it, Yeah. Back.
2: I'm a good dog.
1: Yeah, they're at the card game and they still mean. bring it
0: up. Like, come on, just say it already. It's, also it's like clearly
1: very much... over here playing cards. It's just like, please, God, <laughs> tell her she's a good it's, dog. It's also oh very much Jesus. like
3: how an actual dog would act if an actual dog could talk <laughs> yeah. and understand words.
0: True, true. <laughs> like... Um. And uh, oh my god, yeah! I, I just wrote uh, another thing for the Omni World. Is like I absolutely love this world when they put their hands on a button and it squishes like. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, just oh, all the tactile. On. Yeah. <sighs> um, and then uh, okay, so this is a little bit of banter. Th- this was the point where I really felt like there was like a character like the perfect synthesis of character banter that feels like it's organic, mm-hmm. but actually kind of like telling a bit of the character's story. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. is the part where they're, you know, about to get the, whatever the heck McGuffin to get out of there. And she's like, um, is like, they're basically like railing into him and saying like, Oh, you fall in love with everyone. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? You need to get over it. Da-da-da. It's like, you probably fall in love with her next. And like, Chris kind of looks over <laughs> <at> her, <laughs> and, and he's like, no, that's not true. And he kind of looks over her and, and she's like, Stop looking at me like a lost puppy, uh-huh. <laughs> and he, he kind of yeah. has that moment where he's just like, "Oh no, I just I, you know, I do think you have nice I, eyes." <laughs>
3: you know? I was so glad that they didn't that that like. <laughs> I would. I am too. Like but, but, I was so glad that they they actually did have Star Lord's character develop enough that he was like, "Oh, I should stop hopping from woman to woman." Right. Instead that, of just having him then go after Nebula, that but, would have been but, so. Rewarding. Yes.
0: That that would
1: have been crazy. It's like sister hopping is crazy. Right. Right.
0: Exactly. It's like come on, we come on, bro. Have a little tact. Like, <laughs> and, the,
1: and the bad thing is too it's just like when he looked at Nebula, I'm just like, I mean, I get it, <laughs> I, mean, I get it, but it's like, but, but it's it's one of those things. It's like. It's like,
3: what? Ew. Well, hold on. We're not, we
0: didn't, we didn't write this character arc. (laughs) Side note about
3: the sister relationship between Nebula and Gamora. I love the little, like, their little, like, up chin and grunt. grunt At the end, I actually did really (laughs) like it. It was quite endearing.
0: Um, But, but, but but I want to say, this is what I really enjoy about this moment though, right? So the Mm -hmm. big plot point of this movie is, like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, does he really love Gamora? Is this li- really a love fated for the stars, you know? Or, or is, you know, like every other space epic, Star Wars type of thing, or, or are we running up against the reality of the text, right? Star-Lord is this man-child who can't really reciproc- reciprocate that love in a true way. He's just looking for a replacement right. for his mommy, right? So, so, like, <laughs> so, but, but here's where I really love this moment as much as it's a sort mm-hmm. of, like, when he looks over and does a sort of, like, but you're all right eyes are really nice looking like it's sort of played like a ha, it's funny and then it's like a but wait a minute is this really an issue for you though where you keep going to the next girl and like giving her a little cow? like it's so it's the, the sort of thing like yeah. we're joking but is this actually pulling at a bigger issue with you where you just kind of go puppy eyes for the next girl you know what i mean like i like that it actually like, especially um, yeah i like that it plays with it in that way where it's like you're not quite so sure if he's joking 100%, you know what I mean? Like, you're not like, is he going to try to pull this again? Is he still in? But like how the story unfolds mm-hmm. is like, no, you have to realize that you're not a mature person. But you don't deserve any of these people right now because you needed to figure out you. I you also know, like, love
3: that Gamora like was able to, I keep wanting to say Gamora like the turtle. It does look like it though
0: when you <laughs> yeah, see it. But
3: <laughs> um, I, I still, I love that. That Gamora, like her little ending of seeing her get reunited with the Ravagers. Yeah. Ooh, um, yeah,
0: that was like felt good I, to I, see. It,
3: it did because <laughs> like her get. I want a Ravagers of the Galaxy oh, show so like, bad. Her- so bad, we deserve I'm it. Also, I was impressed with this. Was just like a good CGI thing of like the pink fish man, you could tell he was smiling even though he didn't have a mouth. I remember having the feeling
0: was like, this really feels like I'm seeing a family photo happen right now. Yeah, yeah. and just like letting
3: her have joy and love and family apart from Mm. the core characters that we've met and not forcing her into like oh well and somehow she's gonna be okay with abandoning her life and getting back with quill because we're familiar with that character like i I thought it was right no this is a moment of her
0: this is her going back to her external life outside of the main point of the movie and this is her being where her happy place is like i love that we really get to enjoy and drink in that moment um and like i said oh yeah
1: did we talk about quill's incredible plan uh at what for what with, on Counter-Earth and, and, and that whole did like, just, like, sequence going in leading and, and, into what, the third
3: Was line. he just going... like I wasn't clear on what he was planning other than I'm going to okay. go in and intimidate this guy who owns I, worlds. I, I wasn't sure what the plan was going to be.
1: All I knew is that <coughs> there's a scene in the trailer where they have their guns out. and, uh, and uh, I think what clued me in was he gave Groot the element guns and said, you know right, what Oh, And They right, did scan right. the tree man. And I'm like, they didn't scan the tree. He's about to air this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, right, that's yeah. right. I forgot. Yeah, that, I'm that's like, why true. would you like not scan
3: the tree? The yeah. yeah. So, so I guess because it was sort of like he's a naked tree and they're not familiar with his species. Right. That's so actually really
0: be... clever. That's yeah. actually really clever. So yeah. it's a
1: bald tree man. So it's like they're not going to suspect him. So it's just like you know, it's
3: it's I, um, yeah.
0: it's not a trap. It's a face. Le- okay. <laughs> wait a minute. I mean, let me actually put some respect on that on that plan for a second. Oh, Well, actually, let me take a little point point back because they didn't make a face off joke, John. Uh, come on like john travolta and a nicholas cage joke was right there but (laughs) but um going back to your point i think that is kind of interesting that like you think star lord is just this brash dude but when you actually think about how the plan was one of his plans that that was fucking clever it it had had
1: high evolutionary not blown up the planet Mm. and uh not Gamora, nebula and company
0: like not gone after him that plan would have went off buttery smooth yeah now now um yeah that 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 is actually really kind of fucking interesting that you say that. Yeah, because like the whole time it's kind of like, you know, the reason why all the all the all the problems against their plans are external. Yeah. But and they just adjust.
1: They have great plans. It it, it <laughs> was
3: it's nice seeing competence yeah and it's nice letting- yes but also it's like realizing like rocket competence too like what we learn about rocket is that he's a genius he's a super genius he's not just a wide yeah. wise cracking raccoon criminal like he's actually brilliant
0: yeah right and
3: letting them yeah. be brilliant was pretty was pretty great
1: right but um you're like all the all the guardians are pretty competent through- like they have their silly moments but yeah. they're pretty competent and work together like they they know how to work as a team which is different from two where they're just in the early
0: phases of learning how to work together they know how to work as a team now they yeah. know what their strengths are and their different No, I, I think that's really uh, like a really good point that i really appreciating right now because it's like it's such a simple plan but it works in the and it's so funny because in the moment when like quill is kind of talking where he's just like no it's a face-off and we're gonna face them it kind of feels like oh my god you're gonna do something so fucking stupid and is this really gonna work and then you're kind of having that moment where it's like He's really just going to go face first into the danger as he's done before. But, you know, as we watch these movies, you're like, you really are having that feeling in your stomach of like, is this actually going to work out? Because we've seen him fail at this before. And then to see something actually go off, it's like, it's really, uh, you know, really taking advantage of like the audience's suspense, right? Like, it was like, oh, is this actually going to work? And then seeing that like, you know, because... like the motivation is so clear i just feel like as i'm like right. noticing these plots unfold where it's like okay we know the reason why um you know high evolutionary is not just gonna blast them out of the atmosphere as soon as he, he get, sees them it's just like oh well we need that rocket brain okay so we'll let you get in we'll let you get as close as no we're not gonna do anything yeah. to you we could we're gonna let you get as close as you can and then they thought that they were gonna have them and then oh actually we had something like that's actually really fucking cool you yeah. know
1: Yeah, but <laughs> especially with it being in on on his terms on his turf he knows he has the gravity power is like it's a bunch of nerds coming here fighting me it's like maybe i can just talk him out of it and they'll trade over their their little raccoon buddy Mm -hmm. and i can just let him go and And i can get back to business yeah yeah it's like but if i have to use my gravity powers like he did i'll just use them God, I have such a weird relationship with Counter Earth. Mm -hmm. I I
0: know it from Spider Man Unlimited. Can I say it's it's so fucking silly? As much as I, uh, as much as I like it as a scene when it unfolds, as sort of like a the bean just kicked in sort of moment, you know, where it's like where they land and it's like this looks like normal Earth, but why are these people so like right? Like I liked it as a scene, but then as I was actually thinking about the functionality of what's happening, I was like, wait, what are they doing right now? Because it's like okay, they're landing on a Counter Earth. And then they go to just somebody's house, just anybody, right? That wasn't a specific person. They, would, they would just went to anybody's house to find to. ask where the high evolutionary is. And then it was like, it's oh, that huge building that was right over there. And it's like well, they couldn't have figured that out, you know? Like it just felt like a. It felt like they just needed Which, I mean, to show they, them. It felt like uh, they just. I mean, that could have been anything, really. Yeah, it just felt like a. We need to show this really cool scene instead of an actual. Wait, what's the point of them being here? Where in any other a you know, movie scene it would have been like here's the coordinates and that's where they are and we're gonna do like we do in all the rest of these scenes where we just smash through there <laughs> like blades." Like, yeah. you know
1: um <laughs> yeah and then and then we have the whole thing with um sovereign mama and, and adam appearing again oh yeah ooh. oh yeah ooh, boy the, the, <laughs> oh, I, I, she got blown to smithereens i
3: loved that animal that adam warlock picked up it was such an 80s looking animal like it looked like something out of he-man or Mm. like thunder oh you're so
0: right yeah the the (laughs) The, blurb yeah that's what his name
1: yeah um the the one of the saddest things was like gamora leering over it and it just pissed itself (laughs) i'm like i'm like oh Oh my god that's just Oh, that's just sad. uh, Speaking of (laughs) Gamora real quick, I just wanted
0: to call out that line. Because, like, when when she says this line, like, I almost did a double take with how, like, powerful it was. Where, like, he's doing Mm -hmm. the, you know... You sort of, uh, oh, why won't you be my girlfriend? I don't understand. You're supposed to love me. And then she, like, just turns around on her and she's like, what are you so afraid of that you need me to be something for you in your life? And it was just like a, whoa! Like, like, she just, like, and then shoves him into yeah, a wall she, and just, like that, just was, like, "That was, was therapied so his ass. 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 That was the yeah, like, <laughs> oh, man, and then we get the line where, uh, uh, uh High Evolutionaries is like, uh, you know, he says, oh, you thought you were going to be a part of the new world? No, <laughs> You were a medley of mistakes we could learn from and apply it to the creatures that really mattered. <laughs> Batch eighty nine wasn't meant for the new world. You, you could figure out the filtration systems and all of that complex shit, but you weren't able to figure that out. Was that so was the gut wrenching oh twist God. of the so knife line. It was like, ooh.
1: it was so beautifully sinister. It was so like deliciously vile. Oh. I love it. <laughs> there's, there's only like one line I think later on that's just better than it. But man, it was just like he's so it's as weird as this is with things going on in the news and you just see people that are just dirt bags. Like you can have a human level of complexity to a person, but sometimes people just suck. <laughs> yeah. And you go to selfish dick bags. Great, yeah. Like you can have a, a creative well-written character. That's just a shit bag. Yeah. And that's who he is. Exactly. Like I get it. Exactly. I get what he's going for. But he is like, but he's a monster, and I, I, I love him as a villain. But if he was here in the real world, I wouldn't stand him because people like that do exist yeah, in the yeah. real world, and we don't like them.
3: Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, and, like, and they're humans too. Realizing, like I was saying, like you know, you can write a character, you can write a villain who is believable and realistic, and not a cardboard cutout without making them sympathetic or without making right having to wiffle
0: waffle right yeah and now here's what annoys me the most though because this is what i was thinking i feel like the animals they have no agency whatsoever this is the thing that frustrates Mm. me to no end like i just wish that here's my thing do you, like, look at how cool those animals look. I just wish there was at least a scene where they're able to fight back, right? Like, I wanted to see uh, a scene. I of- wonder if
1: that's the point though, about the whole animal abuse theme, about the ways that like animals are abused and mistreated. Like, animals fight back are. all the time,
0: though. <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> yeah, but it's like, but not. I mean, also, if you're stuck in that position, sure. and, and you've been like that since
0: you were a baby, you know, trauma and abuse. No, so it's a. i I completely understand but it was just like as a narrative unfolding like i'm seeing these characters that i'm clearly being telegraphed to care for that you're clearly going to kill and then they get no agency whatsoever and so it just feels like like i said cutening up these animals and then it's like don't you love these guys that are doing nothing but being here to be killed
1: you know what i mean let's take away the the animal let's take away the puppy. <laughs> See how the, how the audience responds when we kill the right? Yeah, it
0: feels like the yeah, the what is it the 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 catch the dog moment or whatever. But abusing kick, it kick to the dog yeah to be like uh, you know we know you're gonna feel bad because look at how cute these freaking animals are. But it was like I thought yeah. the fact that they made them kind of steampunk looking was going to be used to the advantage to be like well these rabbits aren't these animals aren't going down without a fight he's gonna you know the, the rabbit with the freaking uh, uh jaws no, i, I thought, thought he was that, gonna bite someone's I, freaking face off like i thought they yeah, were like giving that, them that's what i was expecting for the purpose of using
1: them at some point you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so maybe maybe that's what it was for ultimately is like it was to subvert your expectations it's like they look freaking ghastly yeah, Uh-oh. so I thought there was going to be and some they sort like of Tim they put Burton, up good fight. yeah, like,
0: oh, my God, they're going to get some revenge but, and then get killed. And it's going to be like, oh, dang, they couldn't get away. But, but at I the same that, time, it's like, oh, wow. I wonder if know?
1: that's part of the character, too, because they were also just extremely kind and gentle. And that mm. says a lot about just, like, them as abuse survivors and ultimately victims. It's like, yeah, they look really fucked up. Mm. <laughs> um, and they look like they could actually harm you, but they can't. Mm. and they died sad simple deaths oh my god and then when the like i i, I think it i think it it is to, supposed mm. to play off the x it's like oh the you know he, the, the teeth can mow him down and rocket can get their face and and floor can like stab somebody and it's like nope yeah i guess no, it was just
0: you don't get that you don't get that catharsis yeah it's like it was of, of, such of a, victory a robbing of, her, of it in that moment that it's just like and may it, it and that's, may, yeah. May,
1: that's what James did to me with the second
0: movie. See, that's what it is. It's that emotional response. That that hatred you feel like, right I now. I understand that it's perfect. That's the point, I yeah, think. I understand that I it's perfect. But it's just like at the same time, it's just like it just feels so like manipulative to be like, here's these super yeah. cute animals that we know you're gonna care about because we made them super cool you know and it's just like and then we're gonna slaughter Pain. them the only thing they're here for is to be killed and like yeah. like uh, now, now, like I said uh, it did annoy me a little bit of that we don't get anything no catharsis but it like when you see the high evolutionary mocking rocket ooh that was like the him, rocking. I was like, because <laughs> we goes like, there was, there was one little bit of catharsis. Yeah, he goes like, he goes like, oh boo! Mm-hmm. All right, okay, you're crying. You win the crybaby award. We're crying. I was like, okay. Oh man, you win the crybaby award. I was like, bro, get this, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, and
3: the fact that he we're was, like, crying, using, okay, using the key to fuck up his face. <laughs> that is
0: was. Mm. Mean, oh man, heavy um, with meaning, but yeah, yeah. Uh, then uh, begin again. We have Star Lord running his ship straight at somebody. Uh, oh no, no, no! He doesn't run his his ship straight at him. He just runs at the Chinese guy. Okay, <laughs>
3: remember?
0: <what> yeah. <laughs> yeah, jump off of yeah. the uh, that was the a, building. That was an incredible <laughs> play. I,
3: <laughs> I have a question, real quick. The skull shaped ship mm. that the nowhere,
0: right? The, yeah, yeah, nowhere. Is that, the is that
3: actually? is that actually a head
0: the head of a god i think that's what they yeah
1: it's the The, the skull of a dead celestial that's
3: what they said that like when they're like they're having the uh the the telescoping cannon come out of the eye yeah so that's literally like a being's actual head
0: i believe so yeah Yeah. that's so creepy yeah yeah, they said that
3: hmm. and i wasn't sure it was like wait a second really really yeah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's the
0: skull of a dead celestial yeah um and I love the okay so Star Lord yeah this is such a cool little sequence where like Star Lord is like well oh, how's he gonna get away it was like well this is what I'm gonna do he gets the the Chinese dude who has the little code to. Uh, Getting right. to where they need to get uh, in his head.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he like it's one of those things where he grabs him, and then it's like as they're falling, you know, he's like,
3: oh, "The fall's gonna kill both of us." It's like, "What are you gonna do?"
0: And he's like, ah, I "Might kill one of us." And then Groot, not both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he flips over, and then Groot happens to grab him, like, and Sprout wings just a time. And it's one of those things where it's like you think the Chinese dude might survive because he's scraped like right just above the ground as they're able to like get it, and then they land right. In Lake, but it lands so hard that as soon as it like cuts to him, you see his like bloated looking body. It's like, Oh, um, he did <laughs> extra, day.
1: yeah, feel- like he did that on purpose. Huh. Oh, minor, was- minor,
0: mm-hmm.
3: no, I was just gonna say, like. I hated this guy so, so much for the same reason I hated yes. the evolutionary, which was simply that we see him, like, fucking with the animals and being mean to them. Yeah, beings. he's one of the and main so watching ones. And yeah. so watching him get choked out and killed <laughs> and, and
0: drowned and, 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 his, off the building. and
3: have his head pried out, like, that was just so <laughs> satisfying.
1: It's like... And the thing was, it was like one moment where it's like, at first, it's like, oh, he's like the seedy underling who's really hesitant to do things. Then you see him kick the can. Yeah, like, I was like, all right, he's asshole. Dead to me. He's dead to me. <laughs> you didn't have to do that at all, but you did it. Um, yeah. The minor thing, uh, how, how did y'all react to Marvel's first F Bond? Because me personally, I was in hysterics two times.
0: Both times I saw Wait, it. Wait, it happened. It was two times the... I think I missed no, it. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, was... Both times I oh, saw it. Oh, there was only one. It, I, I yeah, was no, no. It was only one. In, the, only in the moment, one. I enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed it, but... Oh, I literally
3: can't. I it was can't the
0: moment where they're getting in the car and it's this frustrating thing because it's these old 80s car doors. It's like, no, you have to hit the button in the thing and I undid the thing. And she's like, okay, well, I push the thing. What do I do? It's like, open the fucking door. <laughs> the fucking <Yeah>. door. <laughs> okay. Which I'm like, that was an accident. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad he kept it. <laughs> and it was one of those things where you could see him looking at the sort of like, I just said I just said the fucking line it. Are we going to keep it? Like, you could see it in his face. Like, yeah. I just said it. right
3: <laughs> yeah, I- yeah, I mean, I think I knew the rule about, is it, what is it, PG-13, I don't pay attention. Yeah, PG-13's allowed one. You're allowed You're allowed, you're you're one. allowed one F-bomb in, in a PG-13, so I knew that, but somehow, like, it just didn't, I think I was, like, very much in the moment, and it didn't. Mm. That meta I think thing didn't occur to me. What
0: happened to me is like, yeah, I enjoyed the meta ness of it. Like it was one of those things. Like I don't think it's yeah. as well written of a scene, but just the fact that of the it's the fourth wall breaking. You know what we're doing right now by having this word in here. Like you know it, like that. It, the enjoyment yeah. of the fourth wall break of him almost looking at the camera and saying, "Yeah, I just said it in the Disney movie." Like is uh, the enjoyment I got out of it. You know what I mean? The meta right. enjoyment. It's like it's
1: like it's it's the it's the, it's the ooh they said the right like it's like ah. Got away with in it. the Marvel, yeah. in the Disney movie, we little Ooh. Tiki. Yeah. It's the it's the giggling in the classroom when
0: the teacher says like "damn it," you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm saying no. It's the teacher saying <laughs> yes. Technically, you're allowed to say it because it's in the books. Yes, you're reading it. You can say it. It's like ah, I'm gonna say fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's like it's it, it. The the only thing that's a shame
1: is that like aside from Deadpool, whenever that happens, they can't like. Weaponize that again because it won't be as impactful, right? Right. As yeah. Keeping an ad lib in the movie for James Gunn, so it's just like if if you get the blade
0: and it's just like, oh, motherfucker's always trying to escalate yeah. again. It's like, <laughs> That's not the same when you say it, bro. <laughs> oh man. Um. Now, okay. Now, and this is the point where I felt it. It tipped over a little bit into being too cheap, where it's like the rocket oh is he going to die is he going to go into the light is he going to oh so you see his friends yeah, was right there and they're, they're about to meet him and, it's, and, and and yeah when I saw that it's like oh his friends are going to meet him they wouldn't do something as cheap as having his friends come up to meet him just to say as it looks like they're about to accept him but no your adventure monster and I'm like really I'm like that's so cheap <laughs> put, man With put that little paw in his chest <laughs> yeah, and said like, baby okay you could have said this a little earlier than if you're gonna do the fucking it <laughs>
3: that almost it, that
0: got be a drama. <laughs> that that
3: almost felt like sort of a it was it was so cliche. It passed into the ceremonial. It was like mm, like oh, this is what we <laughs> have to do for this type of story. like religious ceremony. Especially like with him being like, we, "Can I come to Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what's gonna happen, but it's still there's <laughs> this meaning. Is what we
0: do, it. yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, uh. I think the only
1: thing that would have made it better is just like if behind it. You faintly heard the upper room ah!
0: with Jesus. G- <laughs> uh, no. You, see, you, you like know, James Good I mean, he's, just look, like, he's got these fire soundtracks. He might just hit us with a gospel joy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you see Jesus in the back, basically just like, come my child. Mm-hmm.
3: So-
1: well, not yet. The otter says you can't go. So sorry, big dog. But
0: yeah. Rocket Raccoon is just—can I just say, like, Rocket Raccoon is so cool to look at when they have the up close, and he's like, kind of like squinting and getting angry at you. Like, and it's he just something. Looks,
2: looks amazing.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> that, that's a, that's the thing I do have to give credit for with Bradley Cooper because I've heard him speak plenty of times. I don't know. Like I gotta give him a lot of credit, voice acting performance. Yeah, I do wise, feel like it doesn't Rocket sound like
0: the same person. Bur- Excuse me, sorry.
1: It never, it never sounds like Bradley. Crawford, yeah, which you're surprises absolutely
0: me. right. I do feel like I've seen him in other movies and had that moment of, oh wait, hey wait, that's
1: that is Rocket Roku. Like, <laughs> like I've had to see actual videos of it. it. It's happened. The only other actor I've seen this with where I did where um, their performances threw me off character to character was. Um, uh who's the handsome man that plays the Mandalorian? Um and Joel from d- d- The Last uh, of Us. In the second Wild
0: Wonder Woman too. movie as
1: well. Mm. Um, yes, uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's the only other actor who like character to character I can't tell it's him. Mm. Bradley Cooper throughout all of every time Rocket is shown up. I don't know. Like I know cuz I know the cast, but I'm like that doesn't sound like you. The only reason I know it's him is because I've seen videos of him playing Rocket, right? And I'm like, where are you getting this voice from? <laughs> yeah. What part of you How did you? Where? Who? Where did get this that come one from? from? Where did these tones come from? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so. like what? Because like it's definitely like a a charged accent. I'm like, yeah. What part of the planet is that um
0: and i says like there's a little line it's so sad where it's like i got you killed i was the one who got you killed and i was like no rocket you're not doing this you were not the one who got them killed they were gonna kill you guys anyway (laughs) like you guys were destined for death okay
3: you should have fought for your paw you little lives." i want to say real quick going back to rocket's accent there is still no explanation for why he was made to talk like a uh what's his name um Damon Runyon, like they they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> from Brooklyn. Like, what, what there, is that? There, there? Like? there is still no explanation for why he he talks like a. Yeah, a who like at the Damon research Runyon facility? You, you, have, you,
1: <laughs> the, the 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 genetics is like we mixed together raccoon genes. Also, some Italian dad from Brooklyn named
0: Tony. you you've seen bamboozled, right? What is his frame of
1: reference? Is the
0: question? Well, well you've seen bamboozled, right? yes so I, I just wanted to see where the high <laughs> yes, evolutionaries talking to Rocket and he says like I've just got a question to ask you nigga hey, where the fuck did you get that accent <laughs> <laughs>
3: and also the very specific malapropism yeah the, i got emotional yeah. i got emotionalistical problems yeah
1: exactly <laughs> yeah because it's like he because it, it shows up with like baby rocket explains like oh, you know the yeah, it's already there He yeah. <laughs> got a little he's just a little guy he's a little he's a little guy he yeah talks he's like this with the hoosies and the gas chambers mm-hmm. and the, the problem his, is this and
0: that's... I don't know what it is. His, his, uh, uh, <laughs> his uh, uh, I don't know, uh, speak and spell learning thing was manufactured in Brooklyn, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know what hooked on phonics. <laughs> um, it was like, yeah, the guy who came in to read it for that day is like, no, I don't think my action is going to affect my ability to do my job. <laughs> uh, no, so, so, um, so we get to the scene where it's like, all right, we, we go from the rescue mission to kind of like, uh, I don't know what what are we doing now? I guess we're just it's, it, we go from one rescue mission to another. Really, we were originally going to rescue Rocket, and now yeah. we're rescuing all the people that he was going to kill, basically, yeah, right? All the,
1: all, yeah, because because um, Nebula, Drax, and Mantis get onto the ship uh, and don't know because they don't they're not clued into Peter's plan, so right. he's still on the uh, unknowing exploding planet. Nebula, uh, Gamora, and Mantis like break in and see. A a i don't know if this is an ice metaphor or what—just a unruly amount of space babies, mm. um, in little metal prison cells of all various shapes, colors, and and mm, like hair textures. Like it's. Yeah, it's like a, oh, "Oh." (laughs) I just appreciated
3: that the the star children all had millennial gray hair.
0: Yeah, it was like Like, a. there were so
3: many different ethnicities, but they all had that like millennial granny gray hair. Look, kids in the future are
0: stressed out, man. They know all the knowledge of the world before.
2: (laughs) It
1: was it was weird because I'm just like, why is this the best representation of um other people in like ethnicities existing in space in the guardians movies and they also have like little it, scratch things on their around their mouths
0: that i couldn't yeah. tell what was yeah the, I, I noticed like that extra gills it's like or little, something. Um,
1: yeah it's like they had little breaks in their skin around their eyes and lips yeah. for some of them there's one in particular that shows up in the end but um yeah it's it's like oh it's children uh, like i think i think i leaned over my partner. and i'm just like Baby, look at that. Little 4C texture (laughs) orphan.
0: And now, now, um, you know, we're doing a lot of comparing to the other uh, MCU movies, but I think it's appropriate, like, the saving the children moment that kind of happens in this uh, film I think goes a lot better than in the Thor Love and Thunder movie where it's like, all right, children, now you'll be my child soldiers and you will fight this war with me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because it's one thing because these are kids that the High Evolutionary created. Right. So, which, which I guess it, it, also in a way kind of mirrors Peter's story in its own way because he he couldn't save his siblings, mm. he didn't know, but Thor it was just like I'm taking all the children to the Shadow <laughs> Realm. It's like to to call him out, dude, just fight him like a man. Just yeah, swing on him. <laughs> You got the upper um, hand here. You don't got a kid. So, but, just turned him into a cartoon villain versus this one. It's like, right. the, the, I think that's the difference. Gore is like cartoons. Is like, and then I'll take out the children yeah. from the community. No, not our babies. And high evolutionary is like, I created all these kids and I'm fully prepared to kill. Right. Them. Right. I blew up a planet of my own creations just because they, they, you know, they were selling meth on the streets. Yeah. We got to yeah. call. And so the, the threat
0: got to restart. Yeah. And so the threat here is kind of like understood, Where you're like, Oh, like when Rocket gets out of the coma, there's sort of the moment where he's like, you know, everyone else is like, all right, you know, everything's about to blow. We got to get up out of here. There's nothing we can do. And Rocket just has a moment where he's like, nope, we're going back and we're saving everybody. And it's that moment yep. where like every, like everyone, including the everybody audience lives. is going like, uh, are we really going to do this right now? Are, 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 you, are you sure we're going to be able to save everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, well, Rocket's going with it, so that's our guy. We got we're going back in. You know, I love that like that team like you know, the team you know, team spirit of like, no man, our man's going back in. You know what? We're doing it. And because, you know, you've had the emotional buildup up to this point, you're like, mm-hmm. you know why he's not backing down. You know what I mean? So I did love that yeah. moment. Like, so the the sort of cheap you know, uh, thing that you would say in all these movies. Oh, there's got to be a scene where a bunch of kids are there because you know the demographic, uh, uh, you know, quantum, you know, computing that we've done has shown that kids want to see themselves reflected in the movie, so we've got to have kids in the movie. But I think they actually did a really good job of making it like narratively yeah, work. It, it, yeah,
1: yeah, because like the whole thing is like he he makes a lot of stuff, and it's like that that would be the logical evolution for him to go from like. uh animals to higher life like the the sovereign and any men to eventually hitting just people hmm. like that that makes it like high evolutionary it's in the name it's evolution so it makes sense he would pre- start with like simpler quote-unquote creatures along the the you know hmm. like the the tree of life and everything And start. So, oh i'll start with like baser level creatures like animals and then you weed out all the bad stuff until you eventually start to make just humans right and and, until you make like perfect people like even adam warlock was a mistake on the after a thought experiment like community that he made
0: yeah and i actually really like how the scene with the kids is about like communication right like uh um yeah uh, uh nebula and mantis are like kind of like trying to figure out what to do. They're trying to talk to the kids and they're like just kind of hurried and flustered and like, you got to do this, you got to do this. And, and you're like, Mantis is trying to translate because she's recognizing that Nebula's not listening and she and Nebula looks over and is like, what the hell are you doing? And it's like, I'm trying to translate because you're being an asshole. And all the kids are just kind of scared and they don't really know what to do. So everyone's just kind of frustrated. Then Drax just kind of walks in on the scene because he kind of doesn't know what had happened before. And he's just like, Hey kids! And he just kind of does like a cutesy little thing where he's just naturally talking to them, and it's just like, "Oh, I'm doing a little monkey thing, whatever." Da, da, da. And they're just like, oh, I oh, like "That just, was that I was
3: liked his
0: monkey sounds that didn't sound <laughs> <just> sound
3: like Yeah,
1: I was like, "What?" looking at my all my family and I were looking at each other, just like, "Yeah, that's must be one of those space monkeys." like It doesn't have to make sense; it's entertaining the children. One of the things I really enjoy—it's a really subtle touch, but it's really important. Is when Mantis and Nebula are actually having their little spat argument. Uh, they have nicknames for each other. Mm. Which I think is cute. Like Nebula calls her Mant, and Mant calls her Nebby. Mm. Oh, and yeah. it's like you, you they they say it so quick because they're fighting. I did fighting.
3: notice her, I did notice her saying man, yeah. Or Mant, yeah. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah. and I'm just like, I'm like, that's so that that's a the family. Details, they yeah. have names. Mm. Like it's such a small detail, but it's just like the fact that it's like that, that's like a, a fight between siblings where it's just like, I feel like you're not empathetic enough. I feel like you're too empathetic, a sister of mine that I still love. But
3: yeah, but I, we just noticed one of the uh, human animals, one of the actresses playing one of the human animals is named Candy mm. Vandy Zandy.
1: I saw that and I'm just like, <laughs> that's. That's almost that's up there with Moon Bloodgood in terms of, well, you got to do something with that. You can't just be regular. How is that not just the name of the character yeah. in the movie?
0: <laughs> There's a whole sequence where they have to blow the wall out of the ship where the kids are, which somehow didn't incinerate them.
3: They were like, oh, just get away from the starboard side. And the kids are like standing like four feet away from the wall and grinning while like the ship gets <laughs> wh- I'm like, is that that physics. Yeah, I guess <laughs> physics, please. <laughs> I guess
0: heat is relative in space, I guess. <laughs> um, oh
3: speaking of mm. fucking when Star-Lord's out in space and his face starts like blowing up and stuff yeah. that was Ooh. I feel like they he should went should have been al- dead right
0: I, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah but no. like also I just feel <laughs> he like was gone. I feel like they went a lot harder in this movie because like mm. in the first one like when he goes out in space he and, yeah. and he's just kind of like crystalline like he just looks like he's got some ice on him and like really going hard with the like no this would fuck your body up
0: yeah but like yeah no it'd be a wrap for that boy i was kind of thinking man like what is there left for star lord to do why it wasn't he just kind of you know what I'm saying? Like, what else do we need to do with this character? Like, you know. Let him
3: go meet his grandpa and eat cereal.
0: <laughs> see, see his grand
1: grandpa, black step grandma. You
0: know, oh, oh, yes. Be, be a mailman on Earth. And mo- moving on to the next thing, though, uh, the, the battering eating uh, animals. I liked how oh, Mantis yeah, yeah. was like Dude. dropped in with there. That was supposed to be like, oh, here's your punishment. You know, you're going to be eaten by these people, um, these creatures. But if you notice, like, the creatures don't really just attack and eat them, they're just kind of like sitting there oh, okay. for a moment right and you kind of have that moment yeah. of like you know mantis going like no no no! i think i can do this and she's like what no they're gonna kill you they're huge what are you doing and she has a moment where he's like no i think that they're as scared of us as we are of them and they're like what are you talking mm-hmm. about and she like just walks towards it and i noticed this like her thing is like when she touches something she can like make you experience empathy but she doesn't touch mm-hmm. it until she gets close enough to gain the trust of it so it's like one of those things yep. where like she actually doesn't use her, her uh like You know, powers until she gains the trust, and so I thought that was an interesting little extra character beat that I thought was really cool. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I love that
3: they were just like dune worms with tentacles. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was that was very cool.
1: And it it makes me think back to that. There's the same monsters we encounter in in part two at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, but. the biggest threat it really had was that it was eating batteries. It wasn't right. the only reason it was really it attacking the gardens because like yeah. they thought it was trying to kill it. Yeah. Which I'm like, no, that makes sense. That's a that's so an it actually yeah, it
0: all makes sense. Like the, it's, the it's, sandworm it's, things get a freaking uh, narrative arc in this movie. Like it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, um and then it goes into the best fight
1: in the MCU since oh, the hallway scene. Daredevil. The one shot on this
0: one is fucking incredible.
1: Like it's it's well shot, well choreographed. The set, um, it pays off that thing that was pissing me off in 2, where they just have the long team shot yeah. of them walking in sequence. It's just, it's perfect for like yeah. 3 minutes. I'm like, the, the only issue that i have is right after the fight is one of the most jarring cuts in the movie of them running down the hall. that is true
0: it just, does just kind of like feel like it was in the a middle perfect of this next scene, scene. Yeah, and then, yeah
1: and then it's just like i feel like we missed like 10 you're seconds
0: absolutely right i noticed that yeah like, now
1: we need to go da 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 da, da. i'm just like
0: oh, and okay we're walking down the hall like oh hey. we did not want to let that breathe at all yeah okay. exactly hey, hey i'm with you no, i'm with right. you we're running um and and but, uh, but going back to compliment a little bit like i do love the way nebula gets her head like almost smacked all the way off of her body but then it's like yeah. hanging on while <laughs> she's <laughs> shooting like that was so inspired like that's a fucking moment right there <laughs>
1: everybody had a moment and it was yeah. just chef's i'm like james oh you and your cinematographer deserve all the accolades to like here's the thing that's a busy ass scene yeah. and it's not all cgi no so not only was thing, that choreographed yeah. and shot and probably done multiple times but you also have to edit around and with the camp Mm -hmm. like that was meticulously planned and i'm like and it it wasn't i could follow everything Yeah, yeah like there was a lot going on i could follow who was doing what everybody had a cool moment every and that's the apex of them working together as a team like i was talking about earlier yeah and i'm like this is this is you james and his team set a new bar standard like, there's glimpses of this in other movies, like Shang-Chi has some pretty good fights, but it, a couple of them get a little bit lost in editing. This is the, the standard. Yeah, This no. is what, congrats, is like, you hit a peak, now you have to maintain it.
3: Right. It felt like depicting a real team and not just the sort of concept of a team.
0: Yeah, yeah yes Uh, now uh, i want to give a quick shout out to the the team the mutiny that happens on the villains where they're kind of going like you just want this rocket brain and this is causing too much and like you know it's like the it felt like a real villain moment of like the no there's a real reason why we're turning on you right now this feels like a waste of time what the fuck is going on right now and like you see them legitimately Uh yeah thinking that they're gonna i like yeah pull one over in them but he like uses his gravity powers and absolutely like destroys all i just
3: liked that his henchmen were like actual characters with their own like Mm, motivation because they I feel like so often you have like the bad guys hench people just sort of almost seem like puppets like they don't seem like yeah. people i mean is
0: are... villain guys the squid guy they, they didn't have any internal thoughts right. they didn't have any right. real right. questions Whereas, like yeah. these
3: guys being like yeah, yeah this the, is our boss um, and we work for him but also we still have like brains and thoughts
1: yeah and yeah the, the black order was a little bit underdone but somehow the high evolutionary one of the most un Caring like villains that no one gives a shit about has like villains that actually try to go for a mutiny, which is interesting as a character yeah, moment. Yeah. It's just that little bit with the was that a hamster lady? Was she a rat? Oh, I thought she, I was, a she was a naked mole, naked mole rat. rat. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: um, but they they now uh, what, it does feel a little labored when they're like, no, we're going to save everyone, absolutely everyone and it's just like there becomes yeah. a certain point where it's just like okay either it's going to be a thing where like no they can't save everyone and it's like whoa we're gonna do the best that we can to save everyone and that's the lesson or it's like, we really can save everyone. That feels a little unrealistic. You're not going to be able to save everyone every time. But it felt like the sort of, well, well, it's the third act of the Disney movie. So, of course, we can absolutely take all the time in the world. Well, it to save also, it. I mean, it did feel like well, so they, much they of almost
3: this is, didn't. So much of this is about the value of life, too. Like, they go through all mm-hmm. this starting out just to save their one friend. True. And, you know, and the high evolutionary, like, I, I don't know, because I, I had this moment when Rocket says something in the running, he says, save all the higher life forms, At this moment going, wait, uh, yeah. wait a second, right. wait a second, really, did you really just say that? Right. And then he has the moment with the baby animals and realizes, because I think yeah. it would have been pretty horrible right. if they'd been like, well, you can let all those dumb animals die, ah, just... You know? Yeah,
0: and so I like how they, they actually did grapple with that in, in a yeah. to a certain extent, but it did feel like a certain okay, well, but if we could get absolutely everyone out, then where was the Danger, like you know what I mean, because I thought that was the ticking clock. We only had thirty seconds. Oh, but now we actually have an extra minute to get all the animals. Was like, okay, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. It feels like it lessens it a little bit in a way that you know where where the action feels too big, where it's like okay, you're kind of breaking the disbelief. Even the big animal worm things come out and they're safe too. But it's like, wait, wouldn't they be crushing all the other animals as they're like coming out? You know. I, I what hear I mean? you, like, and I think it was yeah, more.
3: It
1: was, a, it was a nice little Noah's Ark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
3: what I, I, I was trying to the, do. The, yeah. I, I mean, I hear you. I think it's more an issue of the timing, rather then like they shouldn't have not that they should sure yeah not that they shouldn't have tried to save everybody but then right maybe the timing could have it, been a yeah this different. is the question of
0: how much time do you actually have yeah like because if we
3: like if it had been slightly less of a it's last a, it's a lot decision. of shi- yeah but but to be fair like
1: given the, the ship was like exploding uh at the time or whatever self-destruct sequence was initiated that ship was about the size of uh of um their own planet yeah where mm-hmm. they were, like, inhabitants. So it probably did take the
0: explosion to get a, a, a little while to get up there. Yeah. Now, uh, one more thing I want to bring up. Just, like, just the fact that right before the... Just a little thing that annoys me is, like, oh, here are the villains. Uh, here are the heroes right before the villain. And, you know, Rocket scratched his face off, and he's lying there. He's not dead yet, but Rocket's got the gun, and he's just about to kill him. And Drax is, like, kill him. Like, cool you know, too, let him die. Ganged up well, on no, him. no, no. Because, like, like but the way the scene ends is, like, kill, Drax is like, kill him. Let him die. And then Rocket's, like... Nah, can't do it. It's like, what are you talking about? Why not? Because I'm a freaking guardian of the galaxy. I'm sorry. This guy's laying there bleeding out with his face off. Like, it's probably a mercy killing at this point. He's just going to be laying there with debris randomly being but, falling on him and maybe torturing does he him. Deserve to death. It? <laughs> but does he no, deserve it? Does he deserve their mercy? No, but the point is he's saying, I'm not going to kill him. Because we're the guardians of the galaxy. Oh, yeah. uh, you just killed a whole bunch of people just to get to here. Like, can we not do this? Well, <laughs> well, and also, like, it's like,
3: you know, he died. He probably died in there. And if he did, it's like, this guy... Is like a multi-genocider. Like, yeah, like no, he deserves to get shot in in the face, right? Like, there's, and I does he deserve
1: it? Yeah, but you know, he he put his ship in self-destruct
3: up I mean you know? yeah I think like mainly just like he needs to die regardless but, but like, it just
0: felt like a narrative at, thing of like no the well, character realizes he mustn't kill it's like uh, no no we're annoys, killing motherfuckers. That
3: annoys me too it's like. He's, he's like
1: well look how he looks I'd be I'd want to die too if I <laughs> <like that." laughs>
3: I mean but like I think that there, it is sort of an annoying thing I think sometimes in these sort of action movies including superhero movies life is treated way too cheaply but then you have these like. You <laughs> when mean, you get to the big bad right it's like you, you'll have like yeah. all these, all these no. random goons it's not All right. these <laughs> yeah. random goons getting killed all over the place, and then you have a multi-genocider, and go, "No, I'm not going to kill him." It's like, come on. He must
0: yeah. face justice. Yeah, like yeah. Uh,
1: how, how did y'all? How did you like the moment of Rocket coming to terms
0: with the fact that he actually is a raccoon? That I, I love that. Me, yeah, like, that was beautiful. I'm Rocket raccoon. it was like, it, it, was like I, yes. That thank was the you. perfect mo- marriage of funny and heartwarming. It
3: was. I just loved like <laughs> yeah, when he I'm has like, like, all, the babies, he... all the babies, all the babies crawling on him, and like, oh my god. Had, that's why I was like. It just made me think of the the uh the daniel lavery piece mm. about raccoons and i think it's actually the mm. possums piece as the babies travel well, well, scrappling on your back well it's
0: scary <laughs> when the high evolutionary comes in in that scene and i'm like oh all shit is he gonna get yeah. gonna to the <laughs> they jumped off just in time but i was like i thought they were gonna get like blasted i was like shit you just wasted oh, all
1: yeah. the time I, I for sure thought some of those raccoons were gonna die but somehow he saved all them it's tiny all the baby, ass babies. The babies
0: right and then okay with the ending like let's hop to the ending where they're like oh man yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. finished our adventure but I've got to go, and I've got to go, and I've got to go. And I'm just thinking, like, man, if you're a Rocket, and you just woke up from a coma, you're like, damn, can we get a drink first? Like, what? <laughs> like, I just got back.
2: <laughs> yeah. Guys.
1: <laughs> nice. that, shoot, that'd be me if I was
2: Peter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'd be like, can we get... Because just like... He... I'd be like, can we enjoy... Christian Adam, like... Dude, I'd be like, can we get a drink and enjoy each other's company and not be in peril for five minutes? Like, I feel like all we've done has been running...
3: And yeah, like... it did feel like i mean maybe i i wasn't sure what the timing was like maybe we're supposed to understand an implication that there was a little bit of time before mm. they're having that conversation because I, yeah, yeah. because yeah. yeah it's like you gotta Peter's guys face like, was normal guys just yeah. like relax for a little bit take some time together like yeah <laughs> don't don't fuck off and like leave right yeah
0: leave your only friends you've known for the past couple of years <laughs> yeah like and and like i said uh, no. now i do like like Quill, I feel like has the best character arc when he's having these little moments of going, like, admitting, like, no, you know, you know what, Rocket, you you have the better heart. You would make the better captain. Like, you, it's honestly kind of like a maturity moment. It's like, now that you're mature, you probably would make not a bad captain, you know? <laughs> like, now that you've got some yeah. freaking humility, you know what I mean? Um, then, of course, they play The Dog Days Are Over. Absolute uh, classic joint. That was and, a great scene. Man, there is something about just enjoying the visceral howl that all the characters do at the end. Like, because Rocket Raccoon just goes like, Aah! and it just feels like nonsensical, yeah. but they're just like having a good time and dancing and they just go it's, like, it's Aah! a really strong... It's a release. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the the the
1: moment that like the ending bit, because um, like even the, the, the fact that nobody from the team died actually did surprise me, but it also felt earned. Mm-hmm. And the mm. immediate thing that came to mind was Doctor Who talking about everybody lives. Mm. It's like for that-
0: once, everybody lives. Mm. And, and and you know what i really love i love the absolute ending beat where because I, I like how it sets up the true morality where they have the moment of um you know the kids are, are talking and everyone's talking the new guardians of the galaxy you know and they're talking about their music which is a, i love that little moment of like what the girl's like what music are you gonna listen to uh britney spears and corn i was like fuck yeah little girl <laughs> you don't have your music taste. Yeah, i'm just
1: like i'm like that's a
0: oh yeah so that um so
1: that's a fun little nod that's phyla Filevelle mm. from the comics who's one of the miss who's one of the marvels. Mm. So but, I don't know if they're going to do anything with that yeah. but
0: yes. Yeah. But I love that they um you know Rocket has that moment where you know the girl's like hey you know we're hurting like you know these creatures are coming at us and we're about to attack them like you know, don't we feel bad for them? Shouldn't we feel sad for them? And Rocket has the moment is like, yeah, we do. But you know what? Like these town people are defenseless, and we've got to protect those people from. Like you know, we've got yeah. to protect we got to protect those who Space can't protect goops. themselves. And like that's how their morality as the Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of laid out. It's like we protect those who can't protect themselves. You know, and it's like, like I actually really love ending on that beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, um,
1: I do too. I um, yeah. I, I guess. The, do you want to talk about the mid credit scene?
0: Uh, sure, sure. You want to? Yeah, whatever. Well. T-
1: I mean, like the, the not the mid. I'm trying to remember. Post credit. where the he's just having the
3: people having cereal. We yeah, yeah. the mid credits. The
1: the post credit scene is just an ad for Magic Spoon, which I think is hilarious because mm. it's a very mediocre, overpriced cereal.
3: <laughs> I totally did not register what cereal they were eating. I I'm...
1: I couldn't tell the first go round. I'm like, is that Magic Spoon? And then the second time I saw it, I'm like, it's Magic Spoon. Uh, oh, because I was close to the screen. Uh-huh.
0: So, so, so I think we can, uh, you know, say that this movie's definitely like quite, quite the banger. Even for the small issues that we may have yeah. with it, uh, I think it's like dope as shit. Only thing I want to bring up, just a really quick note. I know we're, like, fucking running over long shit, but just the quickest thing yeah. I want to say is Fuck Mike Cernovich is a name that we need to never forget. Fuck Mike Cernovich. He is the person who is responsible for James Gunn almost losing his job. And the reason why is because he was this right-wing internet asshole who was just mad about Roseanne kind of, like, losing, you know... Yeah. And you know how conservatives are. They're like, well, we lost a celebrity, so we're gonna get you on one. And he basically just uh, spread this bullshit... Um, Um, misleading Twitter thing saying like oh look at all this evidence I have of James Gunn being a pedophile and doing all this sort of thing but it was like literally like misleading clips where it was like you know James Gunn apparently used to be like a really edgy boy and he would like make like oh you know this kid gets blown the fuck out by da 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 but then if you actually look at the clip it's like a Twitter, a Twitter clip of like this kid being like made fun of by this judge on American Idol or something like that. It like was it wasn't really actually like that old, video. D-
1: it was old, dumb, out of context tweets. Right. It's like, James, like James used to have a series called PG Porn. He was a weird dude. He's always been a weird dude. He just toned, he's toned it down. Right. A lot, and it's like it was from like because I remember we were at we were at San Diego Comic Con when that news broke. So everyone was going nuts. Everyone was because like it all hit our phones at the same time. We're like, "What the hell just happened?" So
0: yeah, fuck my son. Sort of but here's bitch. my thing: like, I'm down <laughs> with like you know. But we did get Suicide Squad out of it. But here's my thing: like, I'm down with telling someone to fuck off if they genuinely done something that's fucked up, right? Yeah, like, but this was sure just
3: obviously unwarranted. It was, yes. it was
0: bait, and and it was, and I feel like,
1: like people fell for the bait. Yeah, and, and it wasn't Kevin Feige, and or.
0: we need to actually look into these things. Is like is my ultimate point because it's like. His friends, like on the uh, cast, stood by him and they stood by them because they're, you know, his friends for sure. But, like, you know, they stood by him because, like, he was right. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) He was being lied about and it needed to be cleared up. And originally, Disney was just going to say, fuck Mm -hmm. it, because they were like, "Eh, it's just business. Uh, We're hearing something's messed up about him. Let's just let him go. And it took them actually going, no, 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 no. Let's actually look into this and not just let this slide. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hold. hold Hold
0: people accountable, but investigate with context. Yeah, actually verify. Yeah, yeah actually look into the context. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, this big-ass uh, uh, you know, special <laughs> extravaganza. Uh, <laughs> if you want to support the show, head on over to Kofi.com slash slash rapcritic for one-time donations or patreon.com slash rapcritic for ongoing donations where you can see episodes early as well as chat with me and fellow fans on the Rap Critic Discord. And until next time, I'm Rap Critic. I- I'm Evan. And I'm Will the Greatest. <laughs> and I'm a creep. I'm a loser. loser. I'm a loser. You're so very special. you so very special. I wish I was special. I wish I was special. But I'm a creep.
2: What the hell made you think
0: the sun rose? Will-